My dad watch anime podcast. Here's what I suggest. Free me from this magnet. We have a vegetarian dinner. I make love to you. My name is Drew and I'm here with my dad, David. Greetings, friends. And this week, we watch Philippe Lachaud's City Hunter, Nikki Larson and Cupid's Perfume. But before we get into the show, let's let the people know. Dad, what are we under the influence of? In this episode, we are under the influence of Unity. Ooh. Direct from Sam's Club. <laughs> the HUD, <laughs> where we're getting all of our wine nowadays. And uh, it's interesting. It's got a bunch of, you know, hope, love, diversity, equality. That's what a unity is about. And uh, this one's about love. Wow. And it's also got JCB. Now, I don't know what JCB stands for, but uh, the makers. Gay! It's part of the JCB collection. Hell yeah. Maybe JC is Jesus, Jesus Christ, booze. I don't know. You think so? <laughs> usually Wayne is already in the room. He's usually like waiting here for us. I don't see what? him anywhere. Is he in jail? No. Oh. Wayne? Wayne? Excuse me, pardon oh, me. Jesus, he was in the closet. <laughs> well, hey there, little Wayne. Yeah, okay, buddy. Um, sorry to keep you waiting. Dad, uh, I guess give him the pour. Here we go. Ooh, wow. That came out fast. Yeah. All right, perfect. Well, Dad, now that we uh, have our wine all poured out, what do you want to tell us about this movie, this uh, live-action movie? We've uh, dipped back in. And I'm uh, really excited to talk about this one, to be honest with you. Yeah, this is a French crime comedy. Mm -hmm. And uh, obviously they've changed it up. I guess in France, the City Hunter... Uh, IP? Yeah. Ryu is basically called Nikki Larson. Mm -hmm. And this one's Nikki Larson in Cupid's Perfume, mm -hmm. directed by Philippe Lachaud. Yeah, I think that's what it's... At least that's how I found it on the internet to be pronounced. And I guess, uh, is it Hojo? He agreed to the adaptation after reading the script. So I guess a lot of people have approached him wanting to do it. Of course, there's that other one with uh, Jackie Chan out there. Yeah, I wonder if he also signed off on that one. I don't know. I'm sure it wasn't as funny as this. No. This is like... I think this one holds truer to the uh, anime oh, yeah. and the manga. This is one of the most faithful anime adaptations i've had the privilege to watch this movie was a delight yes it's not often that i, I get agree. to say that but you know fuck dude philippe lachaud really came at this one and it was fun it was a hell of a time and i found it uh funny that pamela anderson was in it because notable uh in the news again pam anderson for, yeah because uh, recently we had uh we did a little watch of the uh tom and pam Pam and Tommy. Tom, oh, Pam and Tommy. Don't put Tommy Lee's fucking name first. <laughs> That's misogynistic. I, wonder, I don't even think they got, you know, approval from either one of them to do this movie. Well, that's the interesting part about the whole uh, part of that conversation is if Pamela Anderson didn't really sign off on this show in the way that it, like, is talking about the exploitation of her body in public, it's sort of doing the same exact thing that the sex tape is doing, but... 
maybe that's for Pam A to. And be I wonder if they got about. signed off from Tommy Lee's dick. I mean, he has an acting. He makes partner. several <laughs> cameo appearances. Yeah, and actually a voice acting role, which I did not, you know, anticipate. Yeah, maybe a best best supporting actor right there. Right? You know? Do you think Tommy Lee's dick has a chance to get an ego? Like, you know, an, uh, an Emmy, uh, uh, a Grammy, an Oscar. Hey, uh, anything's possible in this world now. I guess that's true. I <laughs> I don't know of that particularly, <laughs> but if we lean really heavily into CGI and our culture changes in such a way that dicks could be nominated for best actor, I don't know. Maybe Brian, I think Michael Fassbender's dick is going to maybe give him a run for the money. But yeah, Tommy Lee as a what, Michael 60-year-old Fassbender? man. Okay. He's like notorious. I remember I saw something like... Uh, well, he, it was in shame that his dick was out, but Charlize Theron, uh, who is a goddess, made a comment of it. It's like, I would love to work with your penis. Like, I saw it, like, <laughs> that's what she said, it, uh, either during the Oscars or some interview. And... You know, I found in this day and age that, you know, dicks on screen is now just acceptable. I mean, before it was just like sort of a taboo thing. Like, you know, there was always the, the boobs were out. There was no full frontal, you know, men nudity. And now it's just like, and this movie is a perfect example. They had no problem. Yeah, the the dick is uh, I think peaking right now, which yeah. is what you would not expect yeah. that to be in 2022. Yeah. You would think maybe some other yeah. genitalia would get some love. There's some but the dick equality is... out there now. <laughs> it's the dick apex mountain if we want to use some <laughs> <Yeah>. watchable terms. <laughs> oh my god, was there uh, anything else about this movie before we dive in? Because I do have something to say about the dick thing too, but I think well that's the um, the Japanese uh, version, and it's funny this this one is. Fairly recent. I mean, this just came out in 2019. Yeah, a couple years so, ago. So, you know, I always have these feeling like this is going to be back in the 90s or 80s, but this is uh, 2019, and it came out, and the name of that movie was Cinti Hunt. Cinti <laughs> Hunter. City Hunt. <laughs> the wine's already getting to me. Yeah. City this is what happens when we take two weeks off of a podcast. Exactly. And my shingles is, you know... A manageable. Yeah, that was the reason why. If anyone's wondering why we just sort of ghosted for the last two weeks and why yeah. the the playoff schedule is a little bit different now, uh, <laughs> my screen pain. Yeah, Dad had to be sidelined with some with some shingles, unfortunately. Anyways, um, City Hunter, the movie, the most aromatic mission in history. What a hmm. stupid title. Yeah, that that doesn't really work with me as much as. Well, why just... did they just keep it Cupid's perfume? I mean, it doesn't. Yeah, well, I don't or know. Or is Cupid not, you know, understood in Japan? Oh, that's interesting. I don't know. The thing is, <laughs> the though, like... The most aromatic mission in history. People got to get better at context clues. Just because you don't understand something on its face doesn't mean that you shouldn't at least try to use the bare uh, minimum of your brain to fucking right. figure it out. So... And this is a first. There's no Rotten Tomatoes listing. Wow. I guess they are just, you know, no French listings, I guess. So we've... Every movie that we've watched so far has had a Rotten Tomatoes except this yeah. one. Wow. We've, I, I can't Even the actually... ones that basically had no critic reviews and, you know, basically nobody watched it as far as critics, mm. even list, uh, even fans of, you know, basically we've watched a few that had no viewership. But mm. I figured I'd just put in IMDb's rating mm. and it got six and a half out of ten. I think that's probably fair. Six to point five to seven, I think, for me for this yeah. movie. I thought that was a fair rating. It was a solid comedy, and you yeah. don't necessarily see these type of comedies anymore. I mean, this is no, really I, unique for a lot of different reasons. Yeah, it's but. actually sort of surprising. I, I think, obviously, um, Europeans in general have a little bit more open mind about sex mm. and so forth, and a little bit more crude. Different sense of humor. Yeah. Um, if that's... 
Well, well, there's there's a comment about French humor <laughs> in, a, in a moment with these letterbox. So maybe I'll just jump in with those. Uh, but actually, before I do that, I just want to call out to anybody listening right now. If you're still with us at this point in the podcast, uh, I want you to actually either pause it or multitask or whatever. But do us a big ass favor. Go over to our Apple page. Leave us a five star review. Leave us, you know, any any sort of uh, kudos there on that page because we're trying to grow the podcast. We've gotten a little stagnant lately. I know we've been taking some time off because uh, of some injuries and shit like that. But we're uh, we're trying to. We're I was trying on to, IR. Yeah, Dad, you we even had a COVID scare, and I think maybe we're going to be able to talk about when we uh, get to Joe's part. But yeah, well, just just throw some five stars at us. You can say whatever you want in the actual review as we've uh, talked about before, but let's try to boost this podcast into, you know, the the mainstream. I want to sell out real fast in 2022. <laughs> All right, so Letterboxd Worst Reviews. Uh, one star by St. Pauli on February 10th, 2019. Finally, a film for sex-obsessed six-year-olds. This embarrassment is an insult to women, audience, uh, audiences, and cinema in general. Oh, and six-year-olds. And after reading this comment by St. Pauli... I'm wondering who the fuck are these sex obsessed six year olds? Who are these? What is this audience that he's uh, believing is supposed to be watching this movie? Like that is that's true. I mean, come on now. Can you imagine getting like a call? You're a, you're a kind of a new parent. I mean, it's a six year old. He's probably in what first grade. You get called in for a, a parent teacher meeting. It's like, yeah, your son is really smart. Um, he has a great friend group. He just keeps talking about pussy. He keeps talking about uh, blowjobs, and uh, he tried to finger me. This oh, is this what is getting... age were? What grade were you in when you started thinking about girls? Um. Uh. Well, what was that trip that we took uh, into the cabin? It wasn't the one with um, the frog that got eaten. It was the one. Uh, I don't know. What was the age that we were when we were on that trip? <laughs> when the cabin trips? That's a good question. Because that's um, I was I was jerking off in the bathroom at that point to porn. Oh, so <laughs> whatever that was, that was you like, just ruined that family memory. <laughs> <laughs> I've told you that before. No, not was, about that specific. Well, that time. was when I realized that my dick wasn't broken. That's uh, when the first time it came out white is on oh, a family vacation. My God, and, you know, I found out that that's actually pretty common among uh, young men that they believe their penis is broken upon. <laughs> You know the first whitening, yeah. but yeah, okay. that's where I was at. So probably around eleven, twelve is probably when I maybe I don't know, I don't maybe remember. younger than that. I mean, that what about you? No, I mean I just remember thinking about girls. I think it was about third grade, third or fourth grade. Like you know, there was a girl in the class that you I was like, oh, sort of I liked you know type of thing I, mean, I I had a crush on my like kindergarten teacher when I was really young I remember when we had we're like way back in Dunbarton and I had the hots for my teacher yeah well I had a nun for a kindergarten teacher Ooh, a nun and she actually was very nice but I don't remember having a she crush didn't put on out her. though no no of she not. actually was the disciplinarian of the school can you imagine if so like... I was a Catholic school and they would trot in the kids that did bad things and they had the old paddle uh-huh. and um they, they would actually paddle the kids right in front of the, the kindergartners, which I thought was, at the time, I actually thought was hilarious. Yeah, that's pretty barbaric. It took everything I could not to laugh, and I was afraid that I might laugh, and mm-hmm. then I would get the paddle for whatever reason. But It's really too bad that obviously the, the, the priests are getting all the play with all the uh, the church boys. I feel like the nuns probably could use it a little too. I think some <laughs> I think the nuns need to step into their sexuality. Oh, no, no. They're no. probably hooking up with each other, though. That seems like a low-key, you know, like... You know, 
lesbian thing, right? <laughs> or that or the, I don't know. The nuns haven't been dragged. What do you think a nun would masturbate to? Like a, just a platonic nun in the last 50 years. I guess it's hard to say that, <laughs> that anybody's sexuality can be whatever, but it's probably God. It's probably like salvation. Well, in this day and age, I mean, you know, the ability to find porn and anything on their phones or mm. whatever. So, Do you think I'm they sure. watch religious... Uh, religious porn? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like all... It's all biblical stories, but they've been sexed up. <laughs> oh, like God. Noah's Ark. Noah's Ark of his penis. That's like no, kind no, of... No, no. no? You don't think so? No, no. I, think, I think there's probably a market for that. I think kind of like Christian science, I think Christian porn... There's a there's a the Venn diagram where that all comes together. I might be wrong, but I think I'm very wrong. <laughs> all right, another three stars. You might by, be onto something now. I well, true, well maybe, Christian porn. If, <laughs> can you imagine if that came out? Uh, <laughs> the well, church is progressing. Yeah, we actually find that porn can be healthy, and we're about to be do produce some Christian porn. <laughs> Wholesome. <laughs> This is uh, breaking news. The Pope has announced uh, in the Vatican this evening that porn is A-OK. And uh, so is getting pussy from nuns. <laughs> this is the coolest Pope ever. Oh, People no. in the street are like just cheering, you know, popping bottles. Okay. I That's think that it. would... <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Defender of Christ over here. I, I remember in the, the Tokyo Godfathers episode, you were getting shook up about that. So I will move on. I know, I know you still have a chance of getting into heaven. I sure as fuck don't. <laughs> So uh, another three stars by Patrick Connors on April 1st, 2021. I can't say I knew what to expect going into City Hunter. French humor isn't really gelling with my Anglophone sensibilities, but I am fond of the City Hunter anime. Did we really need to see that one guy's dick, though? I think anyone who says Anglophone sensibilities is a chode. What the hell is Anglophone? Well, it's like English speaking. That's, that's that's a legitimate word because it seems like it's sort of made up. No, that's a, a real word for sure. It's it's explicitly uh, defined as English. Joe with my Anglo-Saxon sensibilities. Yeah, exactly. My my white Christian sensibilities <laughs> don't mesh with this vulgar French humor. <laughs> but come on, like the whole dick thing, kind of what you were talking about. It's just here now. It's just how it is because yeah. the get over it. Well, the exploitation. The dicks are out. The dicks are out. We're never putting them back in our pants. <laughs> It's like Pandora's box, dude. I can't, I can't, you know, put that thing away. Quite honestly, most of the time you're just like, oh, I really don't, you, you don't want to see that. There's not really a lot of dicks that come on screen that you're like, oh, yeah, that's pretty good dick. I wonder, I wonder if it's always been, cause you know, like you said, like when you see a dick nowadays, you're probably, unless obviously you're, you're into that, you're probably like, ah, oh, I don't really want to see dick on TV, but how do women feel when they see all these naked women on it? Is it, is it the same sort of feeling or are they getting out of anything out of the women's body? Uh, that's the thing though. Yeah. I don't are think, they the, seeing wi a, I think the women are mortified when they see it. It's like, oh, yeah. shit, Jesus, why? Oh. Well, they're always wearing these big merkins, too. Like these The thing big, is, is I bushes. find that most dicks that you see on TV is like of a fat guy or something like that. Like, it's always like somebody you don't want to, you know, yeah. that women wouldn't want to see their dick. There's just not really, like, really any it's always like fat the... cocks on TV. <laughs> Nobody has those big long John Silvers <laughs> that they're trying to show off to everybody, except Michael Fassbender. Michael Fassbender bared it all. But. <sighs> They they use prosthetics. It's not. It's all that boogie night shit. Dude. I mean, Nobody's the Pam showing and Tommy, like I mean, that's that's a new level. I mean, we had now we have now talking dicks. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I hope that is the beginning of 
I hope that's the beginning of the end, you know? <laughs> I hope this is the welcoming of the apocalypse, but I also think it'd be funny to see more talking dicks. I think the, the idea of that, the surreality of a talking dick, is what I want in TV shows, but maybe not the talking dick. You know what I'm saying? I think only Seth Rogen would, you know, produce something that would... I don't even know if he was producing... I know he's the executive producer, but... He kind of shows his dick in that show. You can kind of see, like, the underside of his penis when he's jerking off. Remember in that one yeah, scene? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did a really weird, though. He was all, like, all head. It was just like he yeah. was cupping the head. I think it was prosthetic. Yeah, for sure. There's yeah. not, I mean, like I said, nobody's really showing their dick anymore. No. Even Euphoria's got those bloody fake penises just on on, on a speed <laughs> dial, ready to throw them on there. They got an artist <laughs> ready at any moment. Speed dial. Uh, we got another three stars by King Yu on January 17, 2020. This movie is a year old today. Today, January 17, 2020, in for a real good surprise. Dog, you have no idea what's about to hit you. Fucking January 17, 2020, Kobe Bryant's about to die in a couple days, COVID's about to hit in two months. I wonder what this dude felt like putting that comment and then just even like thinking about it two months later. It's like, yeah, this was uh, really prescient and he had absolutely no idea. Yeah, truly in for a real good surprise. Two years later, three years later. Uh, I just got two more of these. Uh, five stars by uh, Dr. Mafuni on September 7, 2021. Sorry, but Netflix Cowboy Bebop and One Piece will never top this. One of, if not the best, comic book, anime to live action adaptations. I agree, as I yeah. said before. I think it's super up there. Yeah. Certainly better than anything we've watched on this podcast. Oh, so far, yeah. Yeah. No doubt. I don't know what... I, I mean, we have a we have a ranking thing later in terms of our... Uh, Leave it to the French to bring, you know, some real good live action anime. Yeah, thank God <laughs> we have these freaking French people to... Which I uh, find it funny that that's sort of their, like, I mean, that's a series within the, you know what I mean? Nikki Larson is something that they... It's created there, you know what I'm saying? That that's a known character. Yeah, the the, the um the the changing City. of the names and stuff like that. Yeah. Like they kind of took it on as their own. Yeah. It was actually the remember in the uh, original City Hunter episode that we did, we talked about Club Dorothea. It was like we made a joke that somebody got fingered in Club Dorothea. It was actually a TV show. It was like a a program in France that was the reason why Philippe Lachaud actually ever saw City Hunter was because Club Dorothea would broadcast it as part of its, you know, uh, schedule or whatever. It would just show the episodes. So I, I didn't actually understand that the first time, but as I did my research for this, it was like Philippe Lachaud saw it on Club Dorothea, fell in love with it, considered, you know, da-da-da-da. Right. But, uh, let's get in this last one and let's jump into this episode because I can feel this is going to be a doozy. Uh, three stars by Last Cub Scout on September 4, 2021. It makes me wish that John Wick movies were presented this way. Keanu could engage in brutal shootouts and then backflip over touching a woman's bra while laughing maniacally. That series totally missed its chance. <laughs> I think that'd be really good. I think maybe that's one of the roles that Keanu Reeves would actually do well in. He probably should lean more into the humor, uh, at least in my mind. Because, I, I mean, we both saw the Matrix thing. How did you feel about the new Matrix movie with Keanu in it? I didn't. I thought it was all right. I also thought it was all right, but Which I don't think I Keanu thought it was going to be a total, you know, failure. But mm -hmm. for some reason, I mean, I'm not saying it was the best movie, but it wasn't as bad as I thought yeah. it was going to be. Yeah, yeah, I would. Although agree with I that. thought Keanu's performance in it was typical. Yeah, middling. You know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be to be nice about that yeah. for Keanu. So if that means that Keanu has to, you know, take a, a few less bucks, but he gets to graze a couple more boobs, I think that's a fair trade off. 
you know, especially nowadays where you can't just be grabbing that. Maybe we need like Matrix cross Bill and Ted's excellent adventure or something, you know? And then, yeah, <laughs> I think every franchise needs like a ready player one moment where all of their properties just come together in a big conglomeration. I think that's where capitalism and art really come together. At the Actually, end. I think that might have it. That might be a pretty good movie. I do. I crossover Matrix, you know, goof movie with Bill and Ted type of mentality. I think, yeah. Well, the <laughs> the Matrix thing could lend itself to like anything. The, if you could technically say that it's all a simulation. It's surprising so. that somebody hasn't done one of those spoof movies on the Matrix. I think those type of spoof movies aren't really popular. Yeah, they're not anymore. popular anymore. Yeah. Well, the problem was that the people who wrote the original uh, scary movie. I think are different people than the ones that ended up carrying out the series. Like it just progressively got worse and worse yeah. or they kept banking on something. I I remember hearing something about this. <laughs> well, I'm sure at some point if they did poorly at the box office and that's sort of the, you know, that kills it, you know, then movie, you know, they don't want to produce any kind of movies like that anymore. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you, you, you're getting less uh, chances nowadays and you're not really going to be able to uh, blow your load on a scary movie like that at least. So, Dad, now that we've illuminated the Internet's thoughts, uh, where would you like to shine your spotlight? There was one part in the movie where I, I feel like he sort of stole from Beavis and Butthead. Oh, what was that? When he is talking to psychiatrists and he's showing them those pictures mm -hmm. and he like relates everything to some sexual thing. Well, there, there was a Beavis and Butthead um, episode, and I've talked about this before, where the same thing, Butthead is talking to psychiatrists and he's showing them those freaking like black splotches the rorschachs yeah and uh -huh. everything he sees he he associates it with somebody like blowing their load on the freaking thing and oh, he, really? yeah he just goes <laughs> oh somebody's crowned the polywogs and all that <laughs> he keeps saying yeah he keeps making these euphemisms for beating off <laughs> do you ha do you put any credence in those type of tests like rorschach tests no. associative imagery now no i don't either i, I don't really know what you can get from that aside yeah. from like the explicit like if you see something in there just like kind of like city hunters like oh it's a butt it's a boob it's like obviously your sex focus but it seems like now that's just the the butt of a joke now you know what i mean like yeah. everybody uses that as some kind of a vehicle to goof on psychiatrists you know that yeah absolutely i mean we we always need more shit to be able to talk <laughs> crap about psychiatrists but yeah, that one in particular is uh, used against them. The Rorschach thing sort of seems like a pseudoscience, in my opinion. And when they were in the uh, the strip club, uh -huh. I mean, what the heck was this reverse lap dance? It looked like it was reverse cowgirl. I don't think I've ever seen a lap dance like that. Um, I don't think I've seen that either, but I don't think it's like too outlandish. It was essentially like she was like sitting on him kind of, but she had her legs up on him. So maybe, I mean, when's the last time you've been to a strip club and saw someone get a lap dance? I well, it's been many years, but <laughs> it was, it was last week. <laughs> but at the I'm same point, I'm talking to Erskine. Actually, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I've never seen that. Yeah, I think I'll I'll just mention this now. It's because probably this, possible, but I mean, you know, this was one of my uh, spotlights, and I'll just jump on this because it's the strip club related. Going to the strip club for a pregame. That's pretty intense. I don't know if that's where you even want to end the night, uh, at least for me. I mean, I've talked about my troubles with strip clubs, but like starting the night there, you're just going to go. I mean, how do you even wrap your head around the rest of the night if you get, you know, slosh with titties and ass in your face? You probably smell a little like dookie, like you got a shit stain on your tie. I don't know. I, I just don't think that's the best place to start. Any type of night. <laughs> Especially uh, your sister's birthday. <laughs> well, whatever, you know. I mean, it doesn't seem that bad to me, but... Oh, okay. So if I'm... 
let's say like Troy's coming to town, you're having like a birthday or something. Me and Troy just go to the strip club for your birthday well, without you even there. So like we're just you know getting ready for the night. We're just going to the strip club to get well, ready. Well, it'd be for the one night. of those things like, hey, look, the strip club across the street. You want to go get a drink there for you know? Just start off the night. <laughs> I have they have a buffet if you're just trying to throw a couple bucks. No, down. never eat the buffet at a freaking. I think we might have talked. We have about definitely that. talked yeah. about this, but I I contend that that might be something you need to check out. Barney Stinson, I remember either it's like good waffles or good pork chops, even maybe good steak you could find at a strip club. So <laughs> you have to be willing to try. I've never seen steak. If you're going to be one of those people who would go to like fast food, I don't think you're going to get anything worse at a strip club. Let's be honest. And then, you know, I the hamster microwave thing mm-hmm. that I don't, I don't think they should have had that. No, you no. don't. You thought it was, you know, in poor taste. Yes. Really? Yeah. That's but, where you drew the line. Hamster yes, abuse. Because I had a hamster. That you killed in the microwave? No. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a hamster lover. I remember, I can't remember who it is. Actually, I do remember who it is, but I'm not going to say who. But I remember a person in our lives who had a hamster and slept with it and then turned over in their sleep and crushed it. I, 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 I don't think I would be able to look at myself the next day without breaking out in tears if I killed a hamster like that. Well, you had a, um... Guinea pig. Guinea pig that died Spot. within like three days of us having it. Yeah, that motherfucker uh, wasn't long for this life, and he left an impression on me. Unfortunately, he was had some heart condition or something. He was... No, your mother kept taking him upstairs and downstairs from like cold to hot, and supposedly oh. it got some kind of lung thing. Yeah. She gave him pneumonia? Yeah. Mom gave spot pneumonia? <laughs> yeah. What? Well, that's what they said. They said maybe that's probably why, because you kept changing its developed a lung infection or something oh my god this is fucking tragic and i looked up dwarf hamsters because i thought that might have been a goof like i'm like what dwarf hamsters what the hell's a dwarf hamster it's it's and it's true they have dwarf hamsters they're only like two centimeters freaking big oh wow which is like about they grow from like 1.8 to two inches Mm, that's really small yeah but anything you know you just i don't know man you don't put shit like that in a microwave that that was that's that's animal cruelty. Well, the the the, the microwave <laughs> thing ever since um, in uh, Infinite Jest when uh, the dad blows his head up in the microwave, I've always thought about like whether that's possible or not. If you were to jerry rig the microwave open and put your head in it and just let the the, the radioactive yeah. waves hit you, if it would fuck you up like that. I mean, obviously it works with a hamster. I just don't know if you can rig it in such a way to like kill yourself. I wonder if that's... I really wonder if that's possible. You, your head pops like a fucking spud. Well, I think there's been... I want to say there's some kind of famous kid where somebody put a kid in an oven or something, but not the microwave. I but. think I, I saw a movie that did that, actually. Yeah. A movie adapted that. Yeah. I don't know. I'll have to look that up, maybe at some point in this episode. Anyways. Yeah. And then there's the part in the movie where they say, Nice eyes, big balls. Is that a French thing? Because I never heard that. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I've been told I have pretty nice eyes. So. I've been told I have nice eyes, too. <laughs> I, I don't think I have like extremely big balls. Well, okay. So I actually wanted to ask, what? how big are these balls? And like, what does that mean? What, how big are big balls, I guess? What's a normal size ball? I, I don't, don't know, know what the normal what's size the pr- is. What, who cares? Um, you know what I mean? Ball size. I guess maybe that's like, if you're trying to get like hyper-masculine, maybe that's... Or does that, you know, equate to if you have big balls, you have big dick? 
Mm, that's definitely not true. But <laughs> <laughs> but uh, maybe just like the amount of semen you can carry, just how fertile you are, maybe that's an indicator. But I mean, do you think the normal ball is bigger or smaller than a golf ball? A, a, like an average size testicle is bigger or well, smaller than a, than a, a no, I think it's golf smaller. Ball. Smaller than a golf ball? Yeah. Balls? Balls? The actual like. Well, no, I'm not saying. If anyone, I'm literally <laughs> reaching in my pants right now. I'm not talking about like the sack. Uh, okay, yeah, the balls. Yeah, I guess. I guess that's fair. I guess an actual like a, a full golf ball that would be pretty big for a ball. Yeah, I mean, so I, I, I okay. <laughs> you say your last. Going out, yeah, I mean, whatever. You say your last thing. I just want to look up the average size of a testicle. <laughs> average male testicle size. Here we go. Um. The average, uh, I don't care about the length, one to fucking two inches. Uh, testicles are less than 3.5 centimeters long and are considered small. I don't want to know the fucking length. Just say your thing, Dad. I'll, I'll keep looking at this. And uh, I thought it was funny that the son thought his dad, when he sees him with uh, Pamela, well, actually, Jessica Fox, and he's like, Dad, you're a champion. <laughs> Usually, kids would be upset if they saw their own man with somebody else. Well, especially since he just got revealed that he was adopted. So, like, he doesn't have any... Well, was that before well, no, or that after? Was at, that was before. Oh, okay, okay. Because it just flashes on the screen, and then all of a sudden, you know, it looks like, you know, she's going down on him. But. Yeah. That was a very Patrick Erskine sort of uh, <laughs> situation for, what was it, Skippy? <laughs> Being... Um, Handcuffed to a bed with an unconscious woman between your crotch. I can see that happen in Erskine almost any week, uh, any day of the week. But yeah, the son, the son cheering on the dad. Obviously, I could never root for that. But in a situation where mom were to pass away and you were, you know, to hook up with some buxom whomever, I'd probably be like, hell yeah, dad. Good for you. You hooked up with um, uh, who, who's even hot nowadays. Nicole Kidman. I don't know. <laughs> she's she maybe breaks up with Keith Urban. Actually, she's not hot. She's got a well. Kinda, she's a little yeah. She's she's got the scary face. Yeah, she's face. a little old. I mean, I think she's she's probably the same got, age as uh, Pam. She still looks great though for her age. Yeah. Did you know Pam Anderson actually recently cured her Hep C? Yeah, I heard that. Apparently, uh, and she also recently just got divorced for the sixth time. Oh, so she's single. Nice. Well, I actually I don't think you want to deal with Pamela Anderson. Well, after mom made a comment the other day about her having nice boobs when she was younger, I don't necessarily agree. I wasn't a big fan of those implants. I'm looking at it now. I did watch the sex tape though. That wasn't great either. So I don't know if I would mess around with Pam Anderson. I think that was more just like she was a TV idol. You saw? Have you actually seen the sex tape? I mean, I think that was her apex mountain when she did the <laughs> sex tape, and then after that, it's just been pretty much downhill. Yeah, I don't think anything. Well, the sex tape was apex mountain or Baywatch. <sighs> yeah, I can't say the sex tape. Maybe the sex tape was the beginning of the end. It yeah. was the downward spiral. But yeah, Baywatch was definitely probably her apex. Yeah. She was, you know, hugely popular. The hottest woman in the yeah, world. exactly. Everybody wanted a piece of Pam Anderson. Yeah, and then she was making a bunch of movies, but, I mean, she went down. Yeah, I guess that was actually her downfall more than her. Yeah, yeah. Anything. She wasn't peaking once her, you know, thing got stolen. Yeah. Of course, that gave her a lot of notoriety. I mean, she, I don't know. 
I hope. I think well, career-wise, I don't think it was great. Obviously, I think the only thing that I hope is that if a sex tape is released of me, I hope it's one of the good ones because. I don't think I have any bad videos of me having sex, but they're just not well filmed, which I really, I would want to prefer, I would want a Euphoria-esque sex tape. I want it to be lots of camera movement, very uh, stylized. I want some artistry uh, while I, you know, ride the way uh, with my partner. Well, it'll probably go on revenge porn of anything, right? Who would want to, uh, well, I mean, if, <laughs> I, I think I have a legal, uh, you know, I have some protection there if that's the case. If I actually have to go to court because of revenge porn, I think I would be the the male rights, you know, uh, savior of the world, dude. I would be a hero. Well, you got to have some kind of fame before your sex tape is even, you know. Yeah, then you're just a dude with just a sex no, tape You're just like, a, yeah, a million people that have put their sexual exploits on in the internet. but. Hmm. I've thought about it, but not today. You know, not 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 maybe, not right now. Maybe later. You thought about it? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've definitely recorded myself doing stuff. Um, really? Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's like you know, th that's being in a relationship, but it's just why does everybody <laughs> go there? <laughs> <laughs> because you know, you get bored, dude. It's quarantine. You just at least in this day and age, you, you don't do not want to do that because that will show up. Yeah. Well, I'm not even saying I was like recording myself with my partner. It was literally just me in front of a camera. I would just do solo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I would solo dolo that whole thing. Uh, and I, I, like I said, I showed it to Rad. I was like, hey, do I have a chance to be somebody? You're like, no, don't ever show me this again. So, you know, live and you learn. Uh, so I have a couple spotlights myself. Uh, I already said the strip club thing. So I wanted to bring up uh the the sniper to peep the the sniper rifle that he keeps in his room to the peep on the gym people and i just there's so many things about this movie that i found really funny but that in his face that he makes after he sees the, the the woman with the huge tits yeah and i had this thought that i wonder if lee harvey oswald didn't actually want to kill jfk but was only trying to catch a sneak peek of jacqueline's tits with the sniper rifle <laughs> and he just like you know accidentally pulled the trigger of the carcano and blew his this head This is off. the 60s. She wasn't showing any skin. Well, she probably had those big conic like tits under her 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 pink getup that day and it probably looked pretty good. Do you think people lusted after Jacqueline Kennedy even though she was a cut queen? Yeah, absolutely. She was uh I mean, the paparazzi were all over her. But she was like because of the president's wife, not because she was a stone cold yeah, fox. well, even after that, she was after that because she's the widow of the president. Yeah, I mean, she was. She, I don't know if she married, but she was with some billionaire. Mm, yeah, I do stuff like that. that. I think they were like you know had. I don't know if there was photos of her in a bikini or something like that or whatever. She stacked. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, she had like remember. that old pinup body. Well, not even. I don't even know that. But did you think Jacqueline Kennedy was? Would you pick Marilyn Monroe or Jacqueline Kennedy if you were JFK? Oh, absolutely Marilyn. Yeah, you would. I mean, that's that could be a bad choice. Marilyn Monroe is a drug addict and she's obviously problematic. Or you have, you know, a woman who has stood by you thick and thin who has to hold your brains in a couple months. You still choose Marilyn? She dies of amphetamines. Actually, she was like bullied her whole life. So Marilyn didn't really deserve it either. You don't know when she went off the deep end, when she started popping pills and stuff. Well, how long did Marilyn Monroe live until she was like 40-something? I don't even think she really lived no, that long. I don't think she was that. I thought she was in her 30s. Yeah, she died when she was... 
she died in 62. She was born in 26. So that was 36. Yeah. Damn. That sucks. Mm. At least it wasn't the 27 Club. But, you know, she would have been uh, a welcome addition, I guess. Uh, <laughs> uh, another uh, spotlight that I had was the the panties in the pots in the house. And I'm not really like a panty guy, but I always remember uh, a few things in my childhood from TV, like Eric Foreman in one episode of that 70s show, Donna has this idea that, um, cause she finds what panties in his car and she just thinks that Foreman is just like addicted to panties. <laughs> I don't understand the panty thing. Like people sniffing panties, people buying people's panties off the internet. I, do you get that? Is that, no, no? it doesn't do anything for me. It definitely kind of freaks me out. If anything, like, I don't really want to smell someone's underwear. <laughs> I get that there's like some sexual f- f- pheromone related stuff that's uh, part of that conversation, but I don't know. It's not necessarily for me. <laughs> Although I do remember this thing at SpongeBob that I always thought was fucking hilarious. I guess you're going to miss the panty raid. <laughs> I said, I guess you're going to miss the panty raid. <laughs> panty raid? You're talking about Girls, right? Girl girls? Yeah. And you're talking about raiding their dressers for their underpants, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was actually a new episode of SpongeBob, and Patrick had canceled that episode. That was the whole lesson. Because <laughs> he gets caught assaulting somebody. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> that's that's definitely not true. But that was from my childhood, dude, and I couldn't believe that joke when they put it out there. But yeah, the panty thing, not necessarily for me. Yeah, I remember that was a thing in movies, too, that, you know, teenage boys did panty raids on, like, the girls' dorm or something. Breaking in, like, breaking into someone's room and stealing their underwear. <laughs> yeah. This is where we were in America when we didn't have porn. We were committing theft for the undergarments of our women just to get a, a an inkling of cum out of our bodies, dude. That's what it was. We were desperate. Uh, yeah, sad times. The American struggle. That's truly. Uh, I just had, a, a, like, two more. Uh, the naked archery thing, and it just comes down to naked hobbies. The, the explain to the audience, one of the Rorschachs was uh, the the therapist's uh, naked archery group, and he said that it was like a hobby. <laughs> How many hobbies do you think are actually better when you're naked? I don't think there are, and I think it's almost like you like being naked more than the hobby, but you just combine it together. What was something that you would, would you play naked golf? No. No, even if it's like in a tropical situation, if you're by yourself, you ever play naked golf? Mm, no, I, I think I would. I would be, no, I would be afraid of uh, sunburn. Mm. That's a good opportunity, though, to get a full body tan, though. We've talked about getting your dick tan a little bit before, and I, I don't think it tans well. I don't, my dick's never seen the sun, so. Never seen the sun? Well, maybe it has, but I mean, not for any extended period. <laughs> you have this ghost white dick. <laughs> <laughs> this this pale uh, Elizabethan fucking old school dick. Yeah, I just your dick looks like royalty from a. a I mean, I'm a the... burner, so I mean, it's hard for me to get a tan. Yeah, yeah. the The French blood in our and uh, I can't imagine getting a fucking sunburn on your dick. Yeah, well, the peeling is really the thing that you probably want to worry about. Then it's like coming off like snake skin. <laughs> a full body cast of your penis just like slides off. It's like, oh, I'm never going outside again. Uh, uh, and finally, I just had the the hairless ass thing that um, uh, Nikki Larson makes what Falcon do. I think that, I mean, I made this joke with you. I think he kind of did him a favor. In the movie, he, he swaps over a, a medical chart and ends up giving one of his enemies like a, a hairless ass yeah. as a joke. 
I would love that. Yeah, I, I have no problem with that. I actually, how many times have you spread your ass in the mirror and look at your asshole? Uh, no, I can't say that I've ever done that. Never done that? No. No. Interesting. Well, <laughs> so you don't know what it looks like at all? Uh, no, I can't say I do. Oh, wow. I mean, I know I've got hair on my ass. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's where I was at the other day. I like walked out of my bathroom and there's a mirror right next to in the hall. And I just walked past and I saw my ass and I was like, damn, dude, that's way too hairy. And yeah. ever since I saw this movie, I was like, no, maybe I, I would look the, better with a hairless ass. I had the same freaking experience you know yeah hair phobia yeah you know you just like have a full length mirror and freaking you know you take a shower and then you come out and you're looking you're like oh damn yeah it's like is that still dirty oh no that's just all my hair uh matted down in between my crease you know because every time they show a freaking guy's ass in the movies you know it's perfectly freaking hairless and everything like that it's like "Mm, yeah yeah i wasn't blessed with the hairless ass that's the thing too in porn like i don't think i could truly be a porn star because of the lower half of my body is so hairy like yeah. anything coming from behind i look like well they the probably most, they know, probably shave it down yeah remove any hair that they have mm, obviously yeah. yeah 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 in all aspects of their body aspects yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh all right well dad uh was there any takeaway or any uh unintentional lesson that you wanted to share with us yeah, getting a, a tattoo of your partner is never a good idea. Yeah. I wonder how many people who have gotten a tattoo in reference to a partner, with a partner, are still with that person. <laughs> Do you think it's over or under half? Like 50%. Stay with their partner. Over 50 or under. I think it's under. I think so too. I think that speaks to like an impulsiveness that doesn't uh, really last that yeah. long. Because I think if you if you did it, you'd probably be a younger person, mm-hmm. and I can't see you doing it as an older person. If you're older, you probably found somebody that you're just willing to stick it out with. Hmm. But uh, I w- <laughs> I wish aging and the way that we sort of make decisions was the opposite. Like as a kid, you're very stoic and you were just like very very serious. And the older you get, the more of a piece of shit you are, just like making horrible fucking decisions as you're like 80 like you would when you're 16. I actually that's kind of the way it is anyways in some ways. <laughs> but, you know, it, it's an imperfect science, I suppose. Uh a couple of my takeaways was always knock and always wear a wire. Definitely always knock, obviously. That's not something you ever want to... like. The, whenever I come to a bathroom, I think I always at least think about it. It's like someone well, could if the be door's here. closed, you want to you know, just give it a courtesy. Like, you know, say, yeah, I'm in here. Oh, okay, sorry. I've, I've had some experiences in public bathrooms where like I thought it was empty and there wasn't any feet under, but when I knocked on it, someone was in there. Someone was like owling on the toilet. <laughs> And I, I didn't know. I was just trying to like push in and they were like, oh, someone's in here. It's like, there's no feet under here. What are you fucking doing in the bathroom? So yeah, always knock and always wear a wire. Cause you never know if you're gonna have to bring up some audio of uh, somebody saying something stupid to get yourself in trouble. You know, if we have a Joe Rogan type of moment where uh, all of our, all of our bad jokes are brought up again, I think, uh, I think that's actually what we need. We need to be able to, <laughs> we need to be corrected. I think. <laughs> Holy shit, Jamie, pull that video up. Oh, thanks, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a couple more takeaways I had. No pussy at a funeral, the dentist, a wedding, or church. Just don't even try. There's no point. Oh, I mean, of all those places, the funeral is probably the worst. Church, I can see you kind of getting a hookup. Wedding, definitely. Hooking up with a bride, no big deal. Even the dentist, I can see it. But if you're trying to get pussy at a funeral, you're a depraved motherfucker. Yeah. At least in my mind. 
If it's like if the person knows the person dead and you're trying to fuck them that day. And that goes to my I think I might have brought this up in the la- in the in the original, but you know, never fall in love with a pervert. Ah, <laughs> hmm. uh, that doesn't bode well for me. But yeah, I guess I I don't know if I agree with that. I think the pervert thing could be well. Uh, it depends on what class of pervert you are, I guess. Well, yeah, if you're like a pedophile, there's there's definitely that's the worst you could be. So you can't really fall in love with that person. But if they're super kinky, well, I mean, if you had the same situation, Nikki found like a. But sex he's addict. basically a nymphomate. Maybe I should um, clarify that. Don't Six fall addicts. in love with a nymphomaniac, unless of course. You want a, mis- uh, a monogamous uh, <laughs> yeah. nymphomaniac. Yeah. yeah. If you can find that <laughs> that unicorn, that's truly the best you can yeah. do. Actually, that that is something that I wonder what you would get sick of. Like, the person always wants to fuck, and then you just kind of like, all right, like, don't you want to know about my day? Like, stop trying to fucking touch yeah, me. Yeah, I would have to think that it's just, you know, it's just like if you had to eat ice cream every day or something. Yeah, and your you dick is I mean? just like Well, raw. I mean, after a while, it's just there's no fun in it. It's just, it's... Mm. It's like yeah. you made me come three times already. Like I don't want this. Yeah, you hurt you, me. Yeah, you you would just get sick of it. Yeah, that's a horrible place to be in life when sex becomes not only redundant but like emotionally painful to engage in. So hopefully we never get there. Uh, I just had a few more shirtless picks aren't unprofessional. Uh, you can definitely send them to your client whenever you want, and they'll probably like it. Uh, a gun is a power. Oh, uh, wait a minute. <laughs> what? You didn't want me to just blow by that one? Shirtless pricks aren't unprofessional. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because what? Nikki sent that to, um, I guess it was Blackhand, but, uh, what was it? I can't even remember what his name. Dominique. That was the person he was pretending to be. He was sending those shirtless pics. Do you not remember that? Yeah, I do. But yeah, <laughs> they engage in a, in a professional working relationship and also exchange a few shirtless pics. No big deal, especially if you have worked so hard on your body. Have you watched that show Succession on HBO? You know, I haven't, but I want to really badly. But I have obviously my my hangups with TV and watching shit. So like, I because there's a one of the episodes, um, the guy McCulkin there, his character, Kieran. I, yeah. I don't uh, know the show that good. I've watched some of them, but there's one thing where he, he keeps showing dick pics to this woman that's in the company. Oh, my God. Like, as a goof, and she's uh, like an older woman, and then he thinks he's sending his dick pic. He takes a picture, and he sends it. He sends it to his old man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, and His dude. old man just freaks out on him. How would you feel if you received a dick pic from either Troy or I? Just, like, out of the blue, late at night, completely an accident. Oh, I think it's funny as shit. You would think it would be funny? Yeah. Okay, that's fair. I mean, because I don't think it's. Uh, I mean, in this obviously we're age, not sending it to you explicitly, Dad. <laughs> yeah. What do you think of my cock? I would just be like, uh, you know, because you guys would be mortified when I. Text yeah, you, you show the mom. It's like, look at his small cock. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the worst thing. You fucking. I come home for a podcast and you guys are laughing at me. That'd be uh, that'd be a tough place to be. Either that, if I sent you back a picture of mine. <laughs> <laughs> Pick for pick? Yeah. What? We shared dick pics? <laughs> Daddy, chill. Oh, my God. Yeah. That uh, that definitely needs to be... Uh, we need to sit on that one for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to consider a situation no, where it's changing. No, that's going to happen. Come on. It's just... Hey, never say never, you know? Well, I can see <laughs> accidentally you guys doing something stupid like that, but I'm not going to. I only take pictures of my penis for myself. I, I, I mean... I, 
<laughs> I just want to see what it looks like on camera. I don't really. I would oh, never want to send you it. Wanna this. Go look. This is my my twenty five year old penis, and I want to see it when I'm like you know through the ages. You know those old YouTube videos where you take a picture of yourself every single day yeah. for like ten years. I've done that with my dick since college. <laughs> not only has it uh, not gotten any bigger, but it's actually thinner now. <laughs> would not have thought that. It's a little bit more bald too. Uh, which you, you whittled it down, did you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I went on a. <laughs> my dick went on Jenny Craig. That's just this uh, where I'm trying to be at for uh, my future summer body. Oh, no. Get a little tan. And a, I want a six-pack on my cock. That's really what it is. Oh, Ribbed for her pleasure. Or my own, I guess, at this point in my life. Uh, and then I just got the, the two left. Uh, consider the lobster. Always a, a pretty good idea for breaking up any situation. You can just huck a lobster at somebody. Well, yeah. So I thought that was a pretty, uh, pretty apt thing for that. Yeah, we had a lobster and a crab. That's true. You don't yeah. get too many crustaceans in yeah. movies like this. It's uh, it's a powerful showing by the the Sea World in the last couple episodes. Uh, and then finally, uh, a gun is a powerful weapon for a pervert. And I have to wonder how many sexual interactions were initiated with a handgun. And I don't mean like in a rapey like suck my dick or I'm gonna blow your fucking brains out type of way, but like somebody gets off by either having a gun pointed at their head or holding a gun to somebody while they perform a sexual act. Do you think... Okay, I'm going to give you... <laughs> <coughs> Do you think in the last 10 years, more than a 1,000 cases of consensual gun hookups have happened? The last 10 years, a 1,000 people... I have no idea, but I mean... you got to guess. That's the this, point of the game. I mean, honestly, well, I don't know. I mean... Just say, it's a yes I'm or no saying, question. No, I'm saying there's pr it's probably happened. Mm -hmm. Whether it happens a lot or not, I don't know. But I just know that you know there's people in this world that do all kinds of messed up shit, and you know there's furries and there's all kinds of. Don't put the bring the furries into this. They didn't deserve that. They did. The fur having a gun put to your head because you want to suck dick is not the same as putting on a furry outfit. Put some we're putting some respect on our furry brethren, dude. <laughs> We can't talk about them as much as you do uh, without showing some respect. I'm just saying, there's just you know, there's all kinds of freaky shit out there, and For sure. nothing surprises me. I think I want to know who the kinkiest person in the world is—the person who has the most kinks. That would be really interesting. They're like, <laughs> they're like a hose, just how kinked up they are. They can't even function. I don't because think they're there's so. serial perversion. I mean, I think it's usually a singular Ooh. obsession that a serial pervert. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's what City Hunter is. Uh, not a serial pervert, but a serial S like psychotic. Yeah, whatever. I mean, having like you know foot fetish, freaking, and another fetish, and whatever. I mean, I'm know. sure that's like a quagmire. That's sort of like that character. He just wants any type of sex. You know, like the people that have multiple personalities. <laughs> you have multiple perversions. Yes, dude. This person was documented with fifty sexual perversions. Yeah. <laughs> It's like a sixty minutes report. We've uh, we've come to him today. He's uh, staying at a sanatorium in a small town in Colorado, and he claims to have twenty five different personal kinks, including foot fetishes, uh, cum play, and uh, dolphins. Apparently, because like, oh. they just like they just come out at any given time. You know what I mean? One minute he's you know the you know has a foot fetish, but then he just snaps out of it. You know, yeah. And he's just like he starts like licking his fingers and stuff. Oh, like whatever. That. Yeah. 
That'd be, I mean, I think Leonardo DiCaprio was supposed to make a movie about a murderer who had 25 different personalities. I think that should be what he does next. Yeah. Leonardo doesn't have an S movies where he's fucking. Ever since he got his dad body, he's been keeping his dick to all his, like, you know, supermodel girlfriends on the outs. But he's got to bring that back to screen. Go full circle, Leo. You know, if we're going to have Kate Winslet get naked uh, for the Titanic, I need to see some uh, Leo penis in the next three years. <laughs> Before he gets canceled. Who knows? He's dating 25-year-olds. He's dating 18 and 25-year-olds, dude. He's going to get in trouble eventually. It seems like every actor, not every actor, but there's always that point where they have to do their, you know, their nude scene, <clears throat> full frontal. And uh, they're always all freaked out about it because they feel like it's just sort of going to derail their career. Yeah, but how many times has someone showed, you know, their dick on camera that instantly killed their career after? I wonder if that's has a correlation like how many people have truly done it and then um, uh, you know regretted it afterwards in a way that because they ruined their fucking career <clears throat> who was the guy that was in um how i met your mother uh barney not barney the other oh jason the, siegel yeah. yeah 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 he yeah. had that movie where he had a show forgetting sarah marshall yes yeah and he was like that. explaining that you know he was all like he had to sort of like chub it up a little man so <laughs> He was afraid of doing the scene, you know what I'm saying? So, how much is too much chub? Like, I guess, like, I want to know, like, yeah, to just sort of get it semi. And then, did they uh, have a fluffer on set? I don't know. I don't know. It's I, just Mila Kunis I, just looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> He's just looking at a picture of Mila Kunis. That's enough of a fluff. Yeah, that uh. That's that's true. He seemed to be able to get work still, but he's he had you know a good career before that. So yeah. maybe you have to be just popular enough to show your. But dick. he wasn't the leading man type, so it wouldn't be like killing. You know, and he was into comedy, so you yeah. could probably get away with it. Comics can probably get away with it more than like you know, if you're a top notch leading man though. Yeah. If Mark Wahlberg had really shown his penis at Boogie Nights, though, that would have been a flex. I don't think that's really his dick, though. No, it's not. It's, yeah, it's well known that it's prosthetic. Uh, well, uh, with the way that whole um, those underwear commercials and stuff like that, you'd think he would want it in the the well, that famous picture of him grabbing his crotch. You'd think he'd be like, you know, like fuck it, dude, I'll I'll show my dick to the world. <laughs> but you know, Mark Wahlberg isn't necessarily a fan favorite for any reason, in particular that one. Uh, but Dad, we got to move on. We've been rambling. <laughs> it's almost an hour into this fucking podcast and we just not even started here. So dad, three lies of the truth. Let's let's see uh where the first three points of this game are going because dad, we're in the divisional round of the XFL playoffs. And uh we were actually on, you know, a schedule to play directly on the same day as the Super Bowl, but we'll probably be a week or two after that. So are you ready? Are you ready to yeah. you know, see where this is going to go? Yeah. All right, cool. Uh so first up, City Hunter director Philippe Lachaud considers City Hunter to be one of his childhood heroes and would watch the show during its reruns on Club Dorothea in France. France? I don't know why I said France. Uh, after watching over 144 episodes of the series and reading the manga, director Lachaud worked tirelessly on the Nicky Larson script, but said he was too afraid to show the City Hunter creator Sukasa Hojo for fear of rejection. Uh, entry number three. Director Lachaud put on 25 pounds of muscle to, <laughs> to be the perverted gunslinger, but in an interview admitted that he experimented with human growth hormone to reach his results. And then finally, uh, while director Lachaud stated that he disliked the original City Hunter adaptation with Jackie Chan, he did allude to an early uh, sequel script that would bring the two together in a City Hunter crossover. Dad, off the flip, what do you think is a lie? Um... I don't think, I mean, I know he had to, he did get in shape for it, but I don't think he experimented with human growth hormone. 
Is that your final answer? Yeah. You were correct. <laughs> I have buttons now. Wow, man. Yeah. That just... pause, man. Had me scared. <laughs> well, it wasn't necessarily a pause because you didn't get it right. It's because this fucking computer sucked. <laughs> but yeah, you're correct on that one. Uh, he definitely did put on the muscle, but I guess he is going to be natty. Uh, I didn't see anything about him taking anything. Maybe he took a little of that uh, Adderall or something to help his performance like he's a, an NFL corner. But And I don't think there's any... Um bringing of the two scripts together with Jackie Chan. I can't... I mean, Jackie Chan's too old at this point. Yeah. No uh, Jackie Chan, Philippe Lachaud crossover? Nah, that'd be stupid. You were correct again. That is uh, another lie. So we're down to the last two. It is uh, director Lachaud trying to uh, show City Hunter Hojo uh, his his script and being afraid of a rejection or uh, City Hunter being his childhood hero. Well, I don't think he was afraid of rejection because he actually had to show it to him. So I think the one about, and I think you might have tipped me off to this. I actually so. didn't mean to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I realized that this was it after I said it. And I was like, oh, fuck. I gave him the goddamn answer. So it's the first one. The, first one. Uh, running, during the re, you know, watching the reruns on Club Dorothy in France. Dad, you are correct, and yeah. the three points are going to the Vipers. <laughs> I uh, I do apologize. I did not mean to tip you off. This yeah. isn't like an inside job. I'm not, you know, this isn't uh, answer gate <laughs> as we head into the playoffs. I would hate to be accused of anything such. You just gave me the playbook. Yeah, I've been reading your signals on the sideline. Yeah, <laughs> freaking... Uh... We're going to have, what is it? Not deflate gate. It's it's, it has to be answer gate or something yeah. like that. Trivia gate. <laughs> I don't know. It, it's probably along those lines. But dad, it's fucking game day, dude. The uh, the Vipers are actually heading back across the pond. We're uh, playing one of the teams that we lost to. It was, uh, I think, the London Teabaggers. But we're heading <laughs> wow. back over there. It's been a while since we played them, but they've uh, they've risen to one of the top seeds in the Can't XFL. Can't Teabaggers even made it to the playoffs. Uh, hey, they beat you, so I, I would watch You know what you're saying. Really. It was uh, one of your... Yeah, it was probably just one of my hungover night days or something, whatever. Yeah, yeah I can't remember if that was Before like... I started freaking, you know, working out, you know, and... Studying yeah. the playbook, man. Yeah, when you were doing uh, post-game workouts, yeah. when you really took your game seriously. Yeah. After your... When I gave up barbiturates and... Uh... <laughs> you want <won> barbiturates? <laughs> I don't I remember got... that. I was on Adderall now. Jesus Christ, dude. You you have a whole uh, list of problems that I haven't even got into, oh, yeah. so... Yeah, it is what it is. You know, Erskine is still a... Hey, is... I had an injury, so, you know, I was trying to take painkillers and stuff, so whatever. Yeah, yeah. I was addicted, but that's okay. <laughs> to ibuprofen. <laughs> I, have a lot, I have a lot of addictions. Mostly to strippers and, you know, pussy, but yeah. all the other stuff is sort of supplementary. <laughs> uh, but, Dad, we should probably send this over to my co-host so uh, we can get this game started. So, you want to call out Joe together? Yep. All right, Joe. Hit him with those horns! Welcome inside the Zoom broadcast booth, everybody. I'm Joe Cock, and to my left, I'm joined by Cliff Jockage. Cliff, what's happening, Joe? Cliff, it's so good to see you, buddy. It's been a while. Has it? <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> and together, we're coming to you live from across the pond in London, England's Wembley Stadium. We're anticipating a great game between the London Teabaggers and the Tampa Bay Vipers. We're XFL newcomer Patrick Vanilla Tainer Skines looking to secure a win in the divisional round of the playoffs, but he'll have to go through the American motherland and their mean motherfucker in the middle, Nantucket, NFT your wife's pussy, Bruce Shardy. Damn it. Back to you, Drew. Wow. 
Uh, Nantucket NFT'd your wife's pussy bro shardy is, uh, is really truly going to come for your ass this game, Dad. So I hope you're ready. This is, this is about as real as it's going to get. I'm afraid. I'm kind of afraid for you because you might be playing with some a medical disadvantage, which we're, we're going to get into in a moment. Uh, but let's get the first question out of the way. So question number one. What is the name of the mayor who gets injected with collagen at the beginning of the film? Is it A, Mokery, B, Macron, C, Montague, or D, Maasai? I watched this movie three times, so it is A, McCory. A, McCordy or McCory? Yeah. Excuse me. Alrighty, Joe. Let him hear it. Drew, first guy might be wishing it to secure the home field advantage because the flight to London proved just long enough for Kervin to secure a positive COVID test. What? But due to being immunized and remaining asymptomatic, <laughs> Commissioner Rock Johnson was able to strike a deal with Prime Minister Boris and allow the quarterback to start for the Vipers. This is an absolute international debacle, Drew, but let's play some football. Holy fuck, dude. He's playing with COVID? All right, whatever. Uh... Erskine takes a snap. Three-step drop. He plants his foot. Now he'll hit his speedy slot down the seam. Raycon, douche by nuts, Frauberg. Keeping his eye on the ball. And that's a big first down, Vipers. Wow. Raycon, douche my nuts, Frauberg. Coming through for you. Getting that... that Douche my nuts? Hey, they're cleaning products, right? You got to keep them, you know... Do, do you think your nuts smell bad? Do you think... <laughs> do you think your genitals smell bad? In any... Like, just your natural smell? No. I mean, it's probably a little musky or something, but I mean, overall, I don't. You know. Yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're talking about there. <laughs> Gus, we're not talking to you yet. You're not even here. Whatever. I just wanted to talk about my nuts. All right, whatever. Uh, Dad, let's let's power through. Uh, question number two: What chemical is released by Cupid's perfume? Is it A. Serotonin, B. Dopamine, C. Endorphins, or D. Oxytocin? It would be D. Oxy. Tosin. Ooh, D. Alrighty, Joe. Let him hear it. Drew, to start the second quarter, the Vipers are coming out empty in their Hep C for Pam A package. <laughs> Patrick Hexton, play action. He fakes the reverse and rolls out right. Now he's going to take a shot downfield. And he connects. Newman, screw the pooch on Booze and Pills Packer. Bringing this one down with his fingertips. And that's going to be a touchdown, Vipers. Yes. Newman screwed the pooch on Bills and Bills and Bills Packer. Wow, I I love that name and I love that you just scored because we're up ten to zero against the London T backers in the divisional round. Let's hope you don't have a Patrick Mahomes s performance and fucking beef it. So, Dad, question number three before halftime: How much time has passed since Laura's brother was killed? Is it A six months, B one year, C two years, or D three years? It would be B one year. B? Alrighty, Joe, what's going to happen before halftime? Drew, we're closing in on the break, and the Vipers have elected to come out of there. Dick stuck in the people package. Erskine drops back. Fake pitch. Now he's looking outfield. And Patrick takes another quick strike, and he threads it in there. Darahim, recycle my semen packet staff. Bringing this down amongst the crowd of defenders. And that's another touchdown, Vipers! Dad! 17-0 in the divisional round, and we're heading to halftime with a hell of a lot of fucking, you know, optimism about this game. Oh my god, I can't even talk, and I'm out of breath, and I hope I don't get COVID from you, because Joe Cuck's got to run down and ask a question, so, you know, Joe Cuck writes out of the booth, bust into the room. Patrick, so, what the heck happened? How did you get COVID? I'm wearing, like, three masks <laughs> behind a plastic shield. <laughs> well, you know, I'm not afraid of COVID. I can't really smell a damn thing right now, but, hey... You know, I like to be around people, my fans, they get a little close. Obviously, somebody, you know, 
infected me. Do you not fear the fact that your teammates could be infected and uh, possibly hurt your chances in the playoffs? No, not really. <laughs> you fucking dickhead. I don't need, I mean, you know, I can win the game by myself. Oh, I don't believe that's true. You can't throw the ball and catch it there, Patrick. Uh, I think Giselle true. could tell you that herself. Yeah, I take that back. Yeah, now that uh, now that Brady's out of Tampa Bay, you are the uh, the reigning man. So maybe you actually have a chance. So maybe you should get your COVID <laughs> shit together. Not have a, a fake card like Antonio Brown if you want to end up on the Bucks. No, I I am fully immune. You keep saying that, but I still don't know what that means. Immunized. Are you? Is it a homeopathic? Yeah, I. You know. What did some... you do to immunize yourself? Tell me that, Patrick. Well, I found some ivermectin in my. Uh... In my uh, medicine cabinet. Okay. Um, just one last question, just so I get a, a full picture. Uh, do you support Joe Rogan being taken off Spotify? Hell no. <laughs> that tells me all I need to know. <laughs> 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 all right, let's uh, let's jump back into the game now that we uh, definitely see we're uh, fucking... I actually called Joe. <laughs> Found out, you know, you got some tips? Yeah. You had the... Did you uh, throw the kitchen sink at your uh, your COVID diagnosis? Yeah, I took it all. Wow. Took a really big-ass cocktail of stuff. I bet you took a pretty big cock there, too, buddy. <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa, Joe. <laughs> All right, that's <laughs> second half. Question You've been out one. with me before. Come on. Well, you know. Uh, Joe. I've seen some things. No, you haven't seen nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't seen nothing yet. <laughs> All right, Dad. Question Wait till we win the Super Bowl. Well, we have to get through this game. You technically could get, throw three picks in a row, so no. who knows? Ain't who knows? Not. Patrick Mahomes meltdown. It's, it's no. still in the play. Uh, so, Dad, question number four. What energy drink does Nikki shoot through when he's aiming for the brief, uh, briefcase thief? Is it A, Monster, B, Bang, C, Red Bull, or D, Rockstar? It would be C, Red Bull. C, Red Bull? Alrighty, Joe. Let him hear it. Drew, it's the start of the second half, and the Vipers are coming out of their crab claw to the ball's package. Erskine takes a snap. He drops back, but he stumbles. Now he's running right. And Patrick's going to fire this one off his back foot for a pretty midfield reception. Mecca hide. Hide my dick and your wife, Heidi Ho. <laughs> Bringing this one down with both hands for a huge Vipers first down. Wow. Mecca hide. Hide my dick and your wife, Heidi Ho. Coming through for you, Dad. This Mecca like a hide, Mecca hiney ho. Exactly. <laughs> you guys probably came up with that nickname together. <laughs> That's how I called it in the huddle, too. I just went, hey, this one's called Mecca like a hide, Mecca hiney ho. Yeah, Mecca hide, go long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I see your, uh, oh. That's the Velcro. Uh, I think I know what's coming up, Joe, but, you know, let's ask him the question first. Question number five. While in the airport, it's announced that little Kevin can be picked up at what gate? Is it A, gate A, B, gate D, C, gate F, or D, gate T? Yeah, I'm not sure about this one, so I'm pulling out. Fuck that! Joe! Erskine's calling audible in the line of scrimmage. What's going to happen? Drew! As reports the fourth quarter, the Vipers are speeding things up with their handcuffed on Insulite package. Erskine takes a snap. Play action. He fakes a quick swing to the slot mound, and now Patrick's going deep, and is caught! Hefe, slutty for the elderly Bilkin, giving his defender the Moss treatment, and that's another touchdown, Vipers! They're walking away with this one, Drew, and it looks like the Vipers are going to be able to get to the next round, but let's see how this game ends. Sounds good to me, Joe. Let's get this last question out of the way, because we're ready to go! Question number six, Dad. During the daydream about the client, Nikki holds up a sign applying the length of Dominique Letier's penis. What was that number? Was it A, 15 centimeters, B, 18 centimeters, C, 21 centimeters, or D, 25 centimeters? It would be C, 
21. 21 centimeters. Joe, that's about eight inches. Is it about right? <laughs> yeah, I looked that up too. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, 21, inch, 21 centimeters? It's pretty big. Yeah. Drew, <laughs> there's less than two minutes left in this divisional round, and the Vipers are looking to make a statement with their got a handy during Savory package. Erskine takes a step. He's going through his progressions. The pressure's coming, and Patrick's going to backpedal. Now he's going to rocket another one downfield, and it's caught! Maxwell got hammered to kiss my sister Kissinger, making the superstar reception for the Vipers, and that's a touchdown to end the game! Woo! Wow. Maxwell got hammered to kiss your sister. I can't believe it, Dad. This is... <laughs> This is I a, just blew them out. Yeah, dude, the the teabaggers didn't have a chance this game. Yeah. It, it, this was all Erskine from the jump, and I, yeah. I'm I'm kind of ecstatic because I I didn't really know if you were going to be able to bring your A game with all the things going on with your COVID diagnosis and you know post shingles, but you seem to be. Uh, <laughs> well, I was in isolation, so I was able to really you know study I, the playbook. I, <laughs> were you in isolation? Because it sounds like you weren't. You just said that you were with a bunch of people and you were on a plane. <laughs> With probably no mascot, so I assume the whole team is I had fucking to take sick. Take a private plane. Oh, that's even cooler, yeah. actually. You, I mean, you yeah, might I'm like a rock that. Star, man. Any I'll women fly on that with plane? The team. No. <laughs> <laughs> then they're probably need to get tested. Yeah. I think you just need to get a, an all-around test right now. You're going back into the fucking, you know, we're we'll taking to the hospital after this one. But before that, we do have to jump in this ice bath and get another glass of this wine Gatorade. So, Dad, let's play a little. Would you rather to keep up the festivities? So, would you rather? Fall deeply in love with whoever's fart, <laughs> with whoever farts or smells bad around you, or ask a stranger for sex at any place you go until someone says yes. <laughs> so if someone rips ass and around you, you fucking fall in love with them. If someone has bad breath, you fall in love with them, like madly in love. Or the other one, any place you go to, you go to the grocery store, you go to the golf course, every single person you see, you have to ask the fuck and you can't leave until someone says yes. But you don't actually have to have sex with them. They just have to say yes. So you almost have to like trick them. So it's just it's a one one off thing? No, it's everywhere, all the time. Oh. Any public place you have to like keep asking people to fuck you until they say yes, and then you can leave. Or obviously, you know, you just yeah, keep falling in love I with mean, stinky people. I guess I'm gonna have to go for the whoever farts or smells bad. I mean because that only happens once, right? Um no, I'll say the next, I mean, whoever is the next person who smells bad around you, you just keep falling in love. So it's kind of like a constant thing. You're always sort of either getting under somebody or trying to get under somebody. Or at least asking them to. I don't know. I just think if you keep asking people for sex any place you go. And you're probably going to get arrested. Yeah, exactly. But there's the off chance that they would say yes. And then that would be sort of like a moral victory. Because, like I said, you don't have to have sex with them, but you know that person wants to have sex with you, which is even better, technically. So, in my uh, mind. you know, how can you present it in a. I guess you could rationalize it and be like, hey, like, I'm bound to ask you to have sex. <laughs> you don't, you have to say, I mean, you have to imply to them that you're going to have sex. It's not like, hey, can you just tell me you'll have sex with me? You have to, like, make them say yes. <laughs> Hopefully, not with a gun, as we kind of alluded to earlier. But I think. I would probably, mm, I like the one about falling in love. I guess that's kind of nice. That's yeah. maybe like a, a fun emotion for a bad reason, yeah. but I'll, I mean. Well, I mean, just because somebody farts and it smells, most people's farts do smell. So, I mean, that doesn't necessarily mean that whoever that person is. Of course, it could be anybody, right? You're talking about. I guess the way that I thought about this is just like whoever's smelly around you becomes not necessarily like they're expelling a gas that one time. Just like this person smells like shit. 
or their breath smells really bad, or it's just like it has to be some sort of thing that's happening chronically, a chronically bad smell, and you fall in love with them. Because there's a lot of things like when you're with your partner over a long period of time, you get accustomed to their smells, obviously, the smell of their genitals, the smell of their asshole, whatever. This is just you falling in love with the smells. This is kind of where it's at. You never have to worry about losing the sexual connection with someone because they smell like, you know, whatever. Because they went to the gym and then wanted to have sex afterwards. Like, that would probably fuck me up because it would smell really bad. But in this situation, I would be all for it. Yeah. So I'll probably pick that one. Yeah, I'm going to have to go there, too, because I just think the other one's more dangerous. Yeah. Nowadays, you'll probably get, like, you could go, I mean, if you go to, like, a, a coffee shop, it's like, hey, can I have, like, a, a you know, a caramel, a mocha, a frap, a chino, and then can I also have sex with you? <laughs> that's that's kind of how you have to order anything. It's just always with the appendix. I mean, with these would-you-rathers, it's always just got to be the one that's least likely to result in you getting arrested or dying. Yeah, but also, I mean, even in the falling in love with, like, I would probably be in love with a lot of different people and put myself into compromising situations. Like, I could try to fuck a person who smells like garbage and they might smell like garbage because, I don't know, they don't treat themselves well. And I get a disease or something, like... It's possible. That's that's the trade-off. I have to be very worried. I might well, even have to have a clothespin over my nose. spinning it and spinning it, Joe. <clears throat> I know. <laughs> I'm a spinster. <laughs> that's sort of my whole deal in this fucking podcast. I'm trying to, like, make this web of complication for you to get lost in, I guess. Uh, but anyways, let's do the next one. Uh, would you rather have everything you do be scored by a symphony orchestra or have everything you do live-streamed? This is not one of those, like... Ones that's really bad. So this is sort of... Yeah, this one's simple. Yeah, this is more of a situational... I have have no problem with a symphony being played. With everything, though? All the time? Yeah. Even when you're sleeping? Well, whatever, as long as I can turn down the volume. No, you can't. It's it's diegetic. Like, it's out in the world for you and everyone to hear. It's like almost like you're a a natural boombox, but, like, you just emanate orchestral symphonies that mirror your life. So it's just a perpetual freaking symphonies playing all times in your life and yeah then, anyone around my... you can hear your background music that's kind of how it works yeah. it's almost like you're talking like it's just in your in your in your range but the other one live stream obviously is i mean tough. that's tough yeah. i think that's the only chance you're gonna make money between the two though probably uh, yeah because i don't know surprise if... somebody hasn't done that already like just live streamed every aspect of your life there's people not who, that anybody would want to watch that, but I'm yeah. sure actually people would watch it. Well, that's the whole premise of the Truman Show. They just want to watch yeah, this that's dude right, be live. The Truman Show. There was another movie too that had McConaughey in it called I think it was Dave. Ah, uh, I don't know about that one. He yeah. records everything. He yeah, they record him, and he has like a relationship with somebody, and I'm pretty sure they record all aspects of his life. Interesting. <laughs> I uh, I have not heard of that one, but it's an interesting you know premise. Like, how much are you willing to show? Are you uh, kind of like putting your your like a towel over yourself? Are you being like very protective? I mean, you're you, either you're gonna have to commit to being fully kind of out there, or you're always hiding from the camera, or however many cameras are uh, trained on you at any one time. No, that's not the movie. That was a political one, Dave. What the hell was McConaughey? Was sure. the one with uh, San- not Sandra Bullock and Hathaway? That weird movie he had on a boat. No, that was like him in a simulation. I'm pretty sure he was in it. Can't find it. Uh, God, he's 
in a lot of movies. <laughs> yeah, I, I think uh, McConaughey's filmography is probably like 50 plus movies, it feels like. It feels like in the last 10 he's been... No, Ed TV. Oh, yes. I have heard of that TV, or that uh, title before. Yeah. Was Jenna it, Elfman. Was it good? I can't remember. Yeah. I mean, it was worth, at the time, I I liked it. Hmm. It's a, like I said, it's a good premise for something. Like somebody is being recorded at all times. It's got Woody in it. Woody Harrelson's his buddy. Oh, so it was a pre Elizabeth Hurley, Ellen Ooh. De- DeGeneres. Ooh, Jenna Elfman. Remember Jenna Elfman was in. Uh, she was in some kind of sitcom. Didn't DeGeneres get canceled because she was like a huge mean person to her uh, her staff? Yeah, but I think she recovered. Did she though? I think she still has her show. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really give a fuck about Ellen DeGeneres. That's like a person who is beloved or was beloved by a lot of people and in the last year. I mean, sort she of took off. she definitely took a hit. Well, it's usually people take a hit, but then they sort of lay low and they don't do anything outrageous and they sort of wait for it to I don't even know if that's true anymore because the idea of like laying low is what a lot of these people should be doing. Like a Louis CK I remember that whole, you know, obviously the thing happened with him getting exposed, but he didn't really wait that long before he started working again, probably about like six months. So what's the the statue of limitations before you get to start acting like your life is fucking normal again after you're a complete know. piece of shit? Well, there's a thing here. Why nationally. has Ellen been gone? And it says that uh, has not been hosting some of her shows in order to allow for some guest host to take her place. Yeah. It's a tradition that states back to Johnny Carson. So whatever. Yeah. I think it... Just covering for her. <laughs> she, just laying low because she just doesn't want to take the heat. Uh, you know, I think a lot of these old guard people sort of should just take a hike. I'm, I'm kind of done with a lot of uh, I mean, she the was just being TV. nasty to people, so she didn't do anything real bad, I don't think. I guess. I don't know. Uh, I don't remember. I shouldn't say that. I don't know what the hell she did. Yeah, I don't really necessarily know how deep her abuse of her staff was. So I think maybe if we double check on that, we can uh, get back to creaming on fucking DeGeneres at some other time. Uh, But Dad, final would you rather. Would you rather only be able to say the absolute unfiltered truth or all ducks are now kamikaze ducks? And I don't think I actually said I'm going to do the symphony too if you were going to do the symphony. That's what you're doing the symphony? What? You chose the symphony? I just wanted yes. to say. Okay, okay. Um, but what would you do? Would you only be able to say the absolute unfiltered truth or all ducks are now kamikaze ducks? All <laughs> birds are now kamikaze birds, actually. I'll, I'll clarify Coming that. Coming at you is kamikaze? Kamikaze, if a bird is uh, flies over you, it immediately tries to fucking dive into you. And it'll try to break its neck on your body. Like it wants to kill itself on you. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't want to... Uh, all ducks, so... I, I don't uh, see too many ducks. I changed it to birds just because oh, of the duck birds. thing. Yeah. Well, once I saw that the ducks, like, geographically, I don't know where we are in terms of uh, the duck hotspot in North Carolina. Geese, but we don't have ducks. That we would do be have even some worse. Ducks. Every once in a while there's a duck down at, at the, the lake, but... A, 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 well, it could be a goose in this respect. <laughs> you see the goose, it flies over, and then it tries to fucking, you know, spear you with its Yeah, I guess I'm just going to have to be a arbiter of truth. Is that how you spin it? <laughs> I'm the oracle of truth. I'm doing this for the people. I don't know. That I mean, it's sort of good to know that somebody can say, know that you only can tell the truth, and you never have to worry about them saying, you're lying. Yeah, but... But at the same point, it could get dicey, but... Well, as soon as a, a thought comes across your head, because, like, I'll I'll be at work sometimes, and a customer will 
be unpleasant in such a way. And as soon as that thought crosses my mind, I would have to be like, oh, so you're like, it would just be like really, really fast. Yeah, but it's only, you only have to give the truth if it's been asked of you. Um, mm, I guess... No, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to say it's like almost like a Tourette's thing. Well, that's thing. not really a truth thing then. It's just it's, a freaking. It's you... Tourette's truth. It's Tourette's truth. It's like something you can't, it's being expelled from your body without you really fully having a control out of it. I think it worked all right for Jim Carrey. Remember he had a movie where all, he couldn't Oh yeah. That's, what was that called? It was, um, Liar Liar. Liar, liar yeah. Did it work out for him though? I thought he had a really hard time. Uh, no, it actually got his him back together with his son, and everything. in the end, it all it all worked out, man. Yeah, I guess that's true. But Jim Carrey was a lawyer. I think I don't know. I would have to watch that movie again to have like a better nuanced opinion of Jim Carrey being the the case in point there. But yeah, I guess that's fine. I I really don't want the duck thing because even if I'm in my car, they yeah. like see me through the windshield and they crack their fucking head off the glass, like. That's just a bad place to be. Yeah. I wouldn't want to clean that off my car. Uh, so, Dad, Ghibli all grown up. Bits, skits, and sequel ideas. Uh, was there anything that you wanted to bring up before we probably dive into an idea? Well, I had given you... Uh, I see what you're proposing here, and we sort of going to have a little spin-off into it. I think we're going to have a, a flipper appearance. <laughs> I feel like flipper has to be uh, at least considered because... The button has just like been primed here for me, I guess. <laughs> so uh, my my idea was to do uh, something like a Cupid's Perfume Company or like some boutique selling perfumes. And uh, either people are like coming in and trying to return it or they're having uh, bad results from the, 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 the perfume or something like that. So I think we could start there and sort of move on from that. Sound good to you? Sure. All right. Let me set a timer. All right. Three, two, one. Excuse me, Mr. Coco? Yes. Uh, can I come in? Sure. Are you busy right now? No. Um, uh, I'm so sorry, Mr. Coco. Uh, we actually have a customer who uh, came in a moment ago, and uh, they recently purchased one of our, uh, you know, the exclusive perfume that we just put out on the, uh, the table, and they said that they wanted to return it, although it looks like some of the bottle is already gone. Um, they're being a little irate. Uh, I, I don't really quite know what to do. Uh, would which, you be able to, which perfume was this? Um, it was, uh, well, it was, it was Cupid's perfume. It was the, the new, the, the new, I mean, top of the line perfume that we put out for display. And what's his problem? <sighs> yeah. Like I said, he was a little erratic. You probably have to talk to himself, uh, talk to you himself. Uh, all right. Let's Should I bring him in? Do you want to come out? Like, how do you want me to do this? Yeah. Bring him in here. Okay. 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 So I, um, <laughs> I, I walk out and I, I bring the guy back in and, uh, he's a, he's like a, a lawyer type. He kind of, he's like wearing a suit and he has his hair slicked back. It's like, uh, hi, I'm, uh, I'm Gordon, Mr. Uh, Gordon Hanks. It's very nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. I hear you're having a problem with our Cupid's perfume. Yeah. I was hoping you would shake my hand instead of just nodding at it. But, uh, yeah, I am actually having a problem there. Mr. Coco. It looks like your, uh, your name tag there says I'm actually, uh, the representative of, uh, of a client of ours. Um, and this isn't necessarily my problem, but I've, uh, had a lot of, uh, complaints from my client that this perfume is really harmful, uh, not only to their social life, but to their body, something about their blowhole getting constricted. Is there anything that, you know, you can tell me about maybe why that would be? Well, this does have very strong 
effects. That's why we call it cupids. Anybody that usually puts it on and the next person that's that you know comes in contact will basically fall in love with that person. Well, this doesn't seem to be exactly what is advertised because uh, my client, who is actually waiting outside, uh, and I feel like he probably would want to speak to you himself. He's he's kind of messed up about it because this product of yours is completely thrown off his social game. Uh, but actually, Mr. Coco, give me one moment. I'm 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 gonna bring him in here because this is uh, more important to him than anything else. So I, I fucking, you know, walk out and <laughs> I come back in. I'm pushing like a big tank and uh, it flippers inside. <laughs> it's like, so, uh, Mr. Coco, this is my client. Uh, this is uh, Orenthal J. Flipper. Uh, he uh, He's actually a working actor in Hollywood. Well, working is maybe a little bit of an overstatement, but he was a formula working actor. And he really I actually know. I remember Flipper. <laughs> Mr. Flipper, yes, yes, yes. You, I can't believe it. Flipper. He, he's not really, I mean, don't ask him for any sort of autographs. He's, he's already in a bad mood. Mr. Flipper is obviously very uh, uh, popular around town, but this, 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 this nearly killed him the other day, this perfume of yours. I have to admit, it's not been tested on animals. We don't test on animals. Well, that's a relief because I was about to draft up uh, an immediate lawsuit if that was the case. <laughs> <laughs> but hey no this can all be amended um mr flipper actually i mean what are you saying has happened to him well or her actually i thought flipper was a girl uh well this is orenthal j flipper it's it, the, <laughs> orenthal yeah the original flipper was his mother this is uh he, he's sort of the, the son oh, of a descendant of the the original flipper yes it, the the flipper lineage is, is the deep in the hall is he the son of squirt Squirt isn't <laughs> talked about in the Flipper family. That was a mistress. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to bring up, you know, your your father's mistress. That wasn't cool. Listen, is there anything that you have that truly is going to work the way it is? Because Mr. Flipper has uh, a vacation to be going on, and he's flying out this evening. He's actually being airlifted uh, back into the ocean to go on a date. So if there's a perfume that's actually going to work and not compromise uh, the breathing of my client... I would really love to not have to come back here uh, with a cease and desist with something that is obviously dangerous to animals. Well, we do have the antidote. Hmm. Do you think it would have the opposite effect? Because I have no idea because I've not tested this on animals and I'll make that perfectly clear. <sighs> Why was Flipper using our perfume in the first place? Like I said, Flipper is uh, Mr. Flipper is a, is a, is a dating man. He's, uh, he's out and about. He's uh, is actually somewhat of a young Hollywood Lothario. Isn't that right, Mr. Flipper? He said it himself. That's kind of surprising. I thought Zendaya was with uh, that Tom Holland guy, but there you have it. Zendaya and Flipper uh, were just seen with one another recently. And you know what she smelled? The shit that you sold him. So unless you can find me a perfume in the next five minutes, I'm going to walk out of here and tell everybody in town that this place sells poison. So find me that love potion, my friend. Find me that right now. Well, I have O to the squid. It okay. might work for him. Okay. Uh, do you mind if uh, we have a sample? Sure. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> it's in our test lab. I have to go get it. <laughs> <laughs> so you open up like a bookshelf or something like that and disappear behind this room. It's just me in the flipper room. Yes, I understand. I didn't mean to, you know, go into your personal history, Mr. Flipper. Trust me, trust me, I want to get through this as quickly as I can. I know Zendaya's, you know, hitting up your phone. Let's just fucking get through this and get the get the, the get the perfume. 
So your 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 dude comes back in. I'm just gonna tell you right now, <clears throat> this has been tested. You ever seen that documentary? My octopus, my teacher, or something to that. <laughs> my octopus teacher is that yeah, what you're talking about? Exactly. What do you? I mean, was it siphon from the octopus? I don't know, but there was some crazy shit after we uh, applied this perfume. But anyways, you're not a great salesman. <laughs> you seem to not know what you're talking about. But yes, Mr. Flipper, can you come out of the tank for just a moment? Uh, so you know, Flipper fucking flies up to the top, and you you give him a spritz on the neck. You 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 want me to smell it on you? <laughs> um, sure, yeah, of course. Um, so I, I I like step on my tippy toes and I I sniff Flipper's neck. <sighs> Whoa! What did you uh? What did you call that, Mr. Coco? The octopus's revenge. Oh, to the uh, squid. Oh, to the squid. <laughs> Ooh. Um. I don't know about you, Mr. Flipper, but I feel like I'm about to ink my pants. That's a, that's a, that's, I hate that there's a glass wall between you and I, I'll be honest. Oh my God. Well, um, this is, this is, uh, this is the best news I've ever got. Actually, this, uh, this is truly an incredible product. Mr. Coco, you know, all things are squared away on my end. So thanks for doing business with you. I'm glad we didn't have to take anything, you know, to the next level. No problem. <laughs> so, uh, we're working on a whole line of animal products. So testing on humans yes <laughs> i hope that's the case not the other way around uh so cut to uh freaking um it's like you know flipper is brought back into the ocean he's dropped back in he's you know freshly sprayed with his uh with his freaking <laughs> perfume he's shooting through the ocean he's driving <laughs> fucking super fast and uh he starts to hear like you know just like some loud music playing and you can see sort of a, a boat in the background <laughs> yeah, so this this big yacht is is coming forward with this Jeffrey Bezos songs coming, and Jeff Bezos is is sitting at the the, the prow looking out, completely shirtless. He's wearing a cowboy hat. Howdy! Is that a? Oh my God! Is that a dolphin? Freaking you know, Flipper you know comes out of the comes out of the water, does a little dance for for Bezos. Oh wow, that's really impressive. Uh. <laughs> One of uh, one of the supermodels that's with Bezos like clicks out. It's like, oh my god, is that dolphin got a boner? <laughs> yeah, I think I think that dolphin's hard. <laughs> hey, hey, dolphin, come come over. Talk to talk to Jeff. So F Flipper fucking you know drives over. Hey uh, hey man uh, nice to meet you. I'm uh, I'm Jeffrey Bezos. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. Uh, we have plenty of models on board. Um, can you, can you come on board? Can you, you know, hang out a little bit? Let's go swim with the dolphin. Yeah, come on, let's go, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, let's, let, you know what, buddy? I'm gonna join you. So, you know, Jeff Bezos strips down, all the models, like, take off their fucking clothes, and we all jump in, and we all, like, you know, come around Flipper and stuff like that. Yeah, no, this is... Oh, yeah, this... Oh, yeah. Uh, what was your name, buddy? Flipper. Hey! That dolphin's smelling pretty good! Yeah, he is! Jeff, do you, uh... You mind if we give him a kiss? <laughs> yeah, no! You should definitely kiss this dolphin. 
<laughs> so the, the the women just swim up to fucking uh, Flipper and start like rubbing on him and stuff like that. And um, I guess Jeff Bezos <laughs> kind of gets jealous. He's like, hey, wait, no. Nah. Make a little room for Jeff, actually. <laughs> he comes over. <laughs> Uh, I guess this all ends in Jeffrey Bose just fucking the dolphin. So, I, I, <laughs> I think we could cut it off there since I, I don't really know where else we could go. <laughs> I feel like that's where it has to be, right? Yeah, I I guess so. I mean, I wasn't expecting uh, Jeff Bezos out in the uh, <clears throat> wherever. Yeah, well. Specific or whatever. I know that he has a big boat that it's I easy to. I thought he was more or less in space, but whatever. Yeah, no, he's got a big yacht. He's got one of the biggest yachts in the world. But sometimes, you know, I just wanted to uh, dip back into the, the fucking the fish humor. And this is sort of going through my mind the whole time. <laughs> oh, shit. Here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Dad, now that we caught through that bit, which was, hey, you know, okay. Uh, let's go on to uh, put him on the Rushmore. And I don't actually have a Rushmore this week, and I have more of a, uh, just a ranking for us, just to do real quick before we jump into the next thing. So of the four live-action movies that we watched so far, how would you rank them? For me, it's going to be Nicky Larson, Street Fighter, Death Note, and Fist of the North Stars last. Um, Yeah, I'm going to put Nicky first. Mm -hmm. Um, Street Fighter... Hmm. I I I don't I think I'm gonna put Death Note last. Yeah. I'm gonna put Fist of the North Sky second. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. I didn't expect that. Yeah. It's pretty funny. It's just I remember that movie now. Whenever I think about it, only because it seemed it seemed the stupidest. I mean, in terms of it was funny to me. Yeah, it was the most poorly made of yeah. the four, and I definitely think we got a good time out of it. Yeah. So I I guess it's fire for you know two spot. Because the North Star has a, a special place in our hearts in this podcast. Um, but, Dad, I don't know about you, but I'm done talking about this movie. Uh, and, uh, actually, I'm trying to make it uh, something of my own. So, Dad, let's do a live action... Oh, jeez. What? Celebrity! <laughs> I guess we're uh, not going to do any sort of, uh, you know, live action Netflix recast because, ladies and gentlemen, are you ready for a celebrity death match? Wow. Here we are again, Dad. It's uh, another live action movie, another celebrity death match for us to uh, see where the, the, the realest champion lies of all of our uh, references, characters, people we talk about this, and all the weird weapons and weaknesses they have. So let's just dive right in. Do you want to uh, draw our first celebrity, which should be uh, this bowl right here? And we'll do it as the same way that we usually do it, uh, eight in total. Then we'll go, you know, round by round. Right. So first up. First up. See if I can get it open. Uh -huh. Oh, it's Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Yeah. Ooh. The and he has, is this weapon? Uh, either the weapon or the weakness. It doesn't really matter. I don't know which one that is. All the bowls look the same when they're filled with, uh, you know, the paper. <laughs> ben Affleck with his purple rain guitar. Okay. That's neat. Can he play guitar? In this case, I'll say that the Purple Rain guitar gives you the power to play guitar. Oh, right. Yeah. It's almost like a, a, a Christmas object. It has secret powers. And his weakness is compelled to do TikTok dance. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Ben Affleck uh, doing TikTok dances while playing uh, the Purple Rain guitar. Yeah, I think he's in trouble. I do think he's going to do well on TikTok, though. So if that's kind of the baseline of if he survives this... 
which it's a death match, so I, I that might not be the case. Uh, so my celebrity that I picked out is going to be Willem Dafoe. Wow. Ooh. Okay. So his uh, his weapon is going to be Happy Gilmore's hockey stick. So we got two blunt objects. So maybe the the weakness is going to be the the differentiating uh, factor here, yeah. but he has. Turn into a 12-year-old. Mm, okay, so 12-year-old Willem Dafoe with a hockey stick versus TikTok dancing Ben Affleck playing the guitar. This feels almost like a draw. I don't actually know who has the advantage here. I think, obviously, because Ben Affleck is a full-grown adult that he's just going to be able to maybe hammer this kid in the head with a guitar. Yeah, that's probably what's going to happen. You don't think plus the guitar is a little bit more of a hefty instrument. I mean, well, it's uh, Happy Gilmore's hockey stick, though. So I wonder if that gives it any sort of uh, extra ability aside from hitting putts. I don't don't really know what would make it special. Yeah, I think probably just Ben for the sheer uh, fact of having like adult strength at that point. I think Ben would probably have to walk. Yeah, I'm going to have to give it to Ben. I think that's a it's an early round exit and I think that's how it has to work, you know. Some some people come in hot, <laughs> it's some people just don't. too even and then yeah, simply grown man, 12-year-old. Yeah. And then he's going to dance on the body dude, he's going to get, <laughs> you know, a bunch of followers. It's all going to work out for him. He'll uh I guess he's already back with JLo, so maybe Jennifer Gardner's going to give him another <laughs> chance. It's the Ben Affleck redemption. Story. All right, Cameron Diaz. Very nice. Coming out of retirement. Yeah, she doesn't act anymore. Apparently she did a, somewhat of a, an adult film before she became famous and then she bought all the copies of it so no one would ever see it. Really? Yeah. I actually remember seeing it before it was taken off the internet. I'm not kidding. I didn't see her do anything, but like I saw the beginning of it. Oh, she's got Captain America's shield. Okay. So that's some pretty good protection yeah. against whatever's going to happen. to do a Marvel movie. <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> yeah. Who doesn't want it? I mean, Channing Tatum was just bitching about losing his Marvel movie the other day. What? Face planted in Scarface. Cocaine. Coke. (laughs) So she face planted into Scarface's cocaine pile, but she also has Captain America's shield. So So she's high and she's... She's high, but she's protected. So I guess that's uh, a a stalemate. Well, that's a formidable weapon in itself. It's true. She might lose her... I mean, can she use it, though? I'm going to say she probably can. I guess she can hold it, throw it, catch it. Like, that's sort of the extent of what the shield is going to be. She is going to have to fight Jamie Foxx, though. Multi-talented oh, Jamie Foxx. Wow. So that might be this a problem. Might be tough. His, uh, <laughs> his weapon is going to be the witch, uh, the Wicked Witch's Broom. So this is sort of similar to the, the flying carpet thing, where he's going to have speed and a, and a height advantage here if he wants to use that. Doesn't have any... You can't shoot anything out of that broom, right, though? It's just riding. No. No. Uh, His weakness, though, is that he's been infected with all of the COVID variants. (laughs) So fucking Alpha, uh, Delta, Omicron, he's got them all. So I I, I think at this point is Jamie Foxx got the vaccine. I think that's maybe the one question that's going to determine whether he'll be able to power through this or he's going to be on a ventilator up there. I'm going to say this is pre-pandemic. <laughs> We're going back in time. Actually, let's see if I can Google whether Jamie Foxx has the... Who do you think would win, though, of these two people? Um, I don't know, man. She's all hopped up on Coke with 
she might just be able to whip the shield and knock him off the broom. And he's all sick and shit. Yeah, he... Uh... Okay, here we go. Um, let's see, vaccine. Yeah, I uh, I don't believe... Of course, he's on a broom, and he can sort of just like... And probably the fact that she's hopped up on coke, that she's really not too proficient with the shield. Yeah, especially, I mean, with the flying, uh, flying broom, it'd probably be really hard to hit a moving target, yeah. especially if you're high on coke. Actually, I don't know how much coke helps your cognitive you know hand eye you'd probably know better than me i mean truly i've never done cocaine before um yeah i don't know i uh these I'm, are tough because it could go either way somebody's gonna get a lucky i think well it depends on how far along in his infection of covid that he has if it's been like a couple of days and he's got I mean, symptoms as long now as he can get on the broom i mean and he's not incompatible i mean unless he's you know he's be on a ventilator I wonder, though, if the the flying around would actually make it harder for him to breathe, which would even be worse with COVID. So yeah, I, I think it. actually the COVID, if it's going to be uh, enough to be, you know, doing something to him, might might make it hard enough for him to battle. Like he might try to swoop down and be all fucked up off COVID and then, you know, crackhead Cameron Diaz is going to hit him with the shield. <laughs> so I think I think Cam might actually be... Um, uh, the underseed that's going to get through in my mind. I don't know. You, you want to give it to her? It, do you want to give it to Jamie Foxx? Um, I think it's like a coin flip. I kind of do too. Where's a Siri? We can probably, you know, ask her for that. Uh, Alexa, flip a coin. Okay. Holy shit. Oh shit! We don't. We, <laughs> we didn't actually choose which one it was. I didn't think she was going to be able to do it. All right. All right. Let's say uh, Jamie Foxx's tails this time, and then the other one. Cameron's runs heads. heads. Yeah. All right, Alexa, flip a coin again. Uh, oh, guess Cameron's coming Cameron, through. Nice. If only we had chosen originally what it was, then uh, Jamie Foxx would have got it. But damn, Cam, Cam coming through as the, uh, as Thanks, the lower seed. Yeah, we need a, a mic for Alexa. <laughs> yeah. just, just think like we need a, a mic for Flipper. All of our characters just need to be able Actually, to Actually, I could pump her time. into the thing, too. Maybe we could do that one time. We'll, uh, we'll put, make her part of the show. Yeah. All right. Well, we still got a, a couple more to pick out, so let's do the next round. <laughs> yeah, we got to ask... We could ask Alexa about stuff. Yeah. Well, anything that we want to have, like, fact check, we can ask Alexa. That'd be a good bit. Yeah. So what's the next one? Pick the next one. Oh. I got to be able to drink my wine, so you got to do something. Nicole Kidman. Oh, wow. Mask lady herself. No, she, yeah, she's coming out. And what's uh, her weapon of choice? Vampire power. Ooh, oh that seems God. pretty fitting for her, actually. So <laughs> that's a pretty formidable thing. She's borderline immortal. <laughs> <laughs> what? Hands and face swollen with collagen. Oh, uh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't have been picked for a better person. Well, uh, it looks like she probably has a home field advantage in that respect. But, you know, she is going to be fighting against Joe Biden. So, oh, man. <laughs> let's see what old man Biden's fair, got. This is not a fair fight. You never know. He might get something nice here. He has, uh, Joe Biden has hentai tentacles. 
So he looks like Doc Ock. He's coming at Nicole Kidman uh, with these things. Say Joe Biden has the nuclear football. No. Yeah. <laughs> he's about to toss it with a tentacle. Uh, his weakness, though, is that he does have giant ears. So I imagine them as like Dumbo ears, but he has big tentacles coming out of his back, almost, as wow. I said, like Doc Ock. Uh, and Joe Biden is still, what, 78 now? So 78-year-old tentacle Joe Biden versus Nicole Kidman with collagen and uh, what was her power? Vampire. Oh, geez. I still think Kidman wins here. Unless, I mean, I don't know. Do you think he I would mean, be able to restrain her as a vampire with the tentacles? Because that happened in Vampire Hunter D, if you remember correctly. The 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 three women when they turn into that snake person, yeah. they like are sucking the life out of him and holding on to him. Right. So I wonder if it's a situation where Biden can get a hold of Kidman and get her into some sunlight. Unless this is a night fight. <laughs> it had to be. That mm, might be if it's a pay per view night fight. I think that actually might be in Kidman's favor. We have a lot of good fights. I don't know. These are have all been yeah, like kind of toss up to me. The only thing is Biden's old, so I don't know how how strong he is even with those tentacles. Yeah, I think the tentacles would be doing a lot of the, the work there. The giant ain't going to do him shit. That actually might hurt more, especially if uh, she were to scream or something or use, like, some bat sonar. I mean, sonar. his ears, like, freaking, like, elephant size or what? Yeah, yeah, like Dumbo. I'm sure they're hypersensitive, too, is what I'm saying. Like, So if she does some weird vampire bat shit and, like, screeches with sonar, yeah. she could really scramble yeah, him, probably. Yeah, I think Nicole's going to beat him. I do, too. Yeah. I think old Joe has uh, probably been bested here. If it wasn't going to be Kidman, it was going to be Corn Pop. So <laughs> <laughs> so we got one more round, uh, and uh, then we'll you know go to the, the, the semifinals there. So who is our, our final uh, first-round entries? Nick Cannon. Oh, wow. The Nick. baby daddy himself. Yeah, he's coming in. Wow. <clears throat> he wants to be part of this. Apparently so. <laughs> Christmas story leg lamp. Oh, nice. <laughs> that sounds like he's going to get it at ass beat. Oh, it is, because that thing just falls apart. It's weakness. Having, <laughs> never wearing a condom. <laughs> <laughs> Forrest Gump intelligence. Great. So this this seems almost like it's... It's kind of beating up on Life's a like a box of chocolates. Yeah, I think Nick Cannon's a, it's about to be in it for a rude awakening here. Let's see who he's going to have to fight. Oh, Jesus. Another political figure. Uh, he's going to have to fight against Putin. Oh, man. Shout out, to, uh, shout out to Russia. Putin. Oh, man. He's formidable. Yeah, after Ukraine, he's coming right for fucking Nick Cannon. Oh, Jesus. He's got a shrink ray. That's really bad. Poo with a shrink ray, I think, is already here. But let's see what his weakness is. Maybe it's going to be enough to put him down. His front teeth weigh five pounds each. <laughs> uh, oh, technically, I wonder if he could just use the shrink rays on his... No, I'm going to say the teeth are shrink, pre, uh, shrink ray proof. He can't use the weapon to help his weakness. Yeah. So he's got big ass dumbbell teeth and a shrink ray. So he's got about 10 pounds on the front of his face. Yeah, so his head is was really compromised and uh, probably is his, is his teeth just regular size but super dense. That's an interesting question. Or um, are they like freaking like walrus freaking? I'm gonna say they're really big. I just think it'd be funny if they're really big. So I'm gonna have him have like two big five pound teeth each, one one on either side. You know, the shrink ray I, though I think is gonna be enough yeah, to put Nick I mean, Cannon down. I mean, Nick can't even figure out what the hell to do. <laughs> He's, he's oh, running away. Yeah, he's, he's trying he's to got run. He's a freaking plastic freaking leg lamp. I yeah. mean, it does no damage at all. I mean, if you hit him once, it just... It 
crack over his yeah. freaking head. He'd probably just shoot it with the shrink ray, and it wouldn't even hit him. So of course, Forrest Gump always seemed to like even for the simple fact that he was, you know, dim. Yeah, he still like always came out on top. Yep, that's he, true. He he led a storied life. He did. He actually uh, he met what? How many presidents? He played for Alabama football. He avoided getting HIV, he which was is a really ping nice. Ping pong champion. Ping pong champion. He actually was a quite a football player. Very very good football player. Yeah, yeah. but like I said, the, probably the greatest accomplishment that he had was having sex with Jenny enough to get her pregnant, <laughs> but not getting AIDS. So I think that was maybe like how he he really came out on top. I don't know how the original uh, Forrest Gump book ended but i'm sure it's around that too the aids crisis uh so dad let's move on to the next round so the the winners of the previous one were putin uh jamie fox you had nicole kidman and who was our first winner it was uh, okay, uh ben affleck ben affleck yeah. okay so uh <laughs> let's uh oh excuse me let's just put the names in here and then you just pick out who's gonna fight who so throw the the winning names in here and then we'll pick out who's who. Ben Affleck. All right, so Ben is going to have to fight against fucking Jamie Foxx. So uh, Jamie Foxx, Wicked Witch's bro- uh, broom, but he has COVID versus, you know, TikTok Ben. This is probably another situation where Jamie's going to pass. I don't think Ben has anything that's going to, like, stop him. Uh, I mean, what does the, the Purple Rain guitar have any freaking powers or anything like that? No. Just helps him get pussy. That's like <laughs> Prince's power. Uh, I, yeah, it's hard for me to think that Ben's going to, you know, because I don't even remember who he fought first, but. He uh, he fought freaking um, uh, Defoe, 12-year-old Defoe. Oh, yeah. That was the only reason why he won. Cause yeah. He was fighting a child. but So this was kind of like a low seed getting past another low seed. Yeah. And now, you know, he's coming against the the big, big boy Jamie Foxx. And I... I think he's going to have to get through. The broom thing and the COVID variant. I mean, although the COVID is debilitating, I think Jamie can yeah. grab him or something. Jamie takes off. it. Yeah. So down to the last two, it's oh, going to be freaking... <laughs> it's going to be... Uh... All right. So next up, we have... Uh, let's do Cameron Diaz, uh, our coked out um, uh, Captain America uh, versus... I guess it has to be Putin. We're going to just throw right in against the Putin yeah. uh, man himself with the shrink ray. So... Do you think she's going to be able to knock out those two big front teeth? Or I think I'm going to say that maybe the shrink ray would be able to deflect uh, against the Captain America shield. Just because it just shrink it. I I'm I'm going to say just because of the the nature of the shield, it has to be some sort of defense that it's able to. I mean, because it seems like it can defend against anything if it's like. Defending against, you know, Thanos and shit like that. So Cameron Diaz is going to freaking knock out freaking Putin's teeth? and I'm saying that she, the shield alone could be, uh, you know, used to protect her. I'm not saying that that's going to be the be-all, end-all of the fight. Um, but that does have to be uh, considered. Okay. So do you, do you still think Putin would be able to, to come through there and, and beat her? Because I kind of do. I still think that even though the shield might help her in the short term... Putin, who is an ex-KBGB agent, yeah. is going to be able to figure out how to kill fucking yeah. Cameron Diaz, who is coked out of her mind uh, with a shield. Can he shrink her? I guess so, yeah. I guess if he can get a clean hit on her, he would. Okay. And then the, maybe the shield would well, just like the, fall yeah. on her. Then there's no no contest. Either that or she uses some of her uh, you know, actor action scene training to... 
I don't even know. Can Putin still throw down like that? Because Putin doesn't have like a, a really uh, beefed up body anymore. Obviously, he's like got a leader body, but I don't know. Really? Have you seen uh, Putin with his shirt off? I've seen Putin with his shirt off a lot. Yeah. Those are like notorious pictures online. Yeah. But he's not like muscular. He's kind of, he's, I mean, I don't really know what would, uh, he's like a, almost a 60 year old man. I don't know how muscular you could be at 60 or so. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's going to be Putin for me. All right, Putin. And then we uh, got Nicole Kidman and Jamie Foxx up next. So COVID Jamie versus uh, Collagen Nicole with a vampire. Oh, actually, this is actually uh, a pretty good match because you got the witch's broom and Nicole Kidman can probably fly because she's a vampire and she's got all that shit in her hands and her face. The thing, <laughs> how are we, we're screwed up here. It's Nicole Kidman versus Jamie Foxx. And yeah, then, but it then would, we have Putin against who? It would be Putin against the winner. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. okay. Um, Nicole Kidman was the vampire, mm-hmm. Wicked Witch Broom. I still, th- I think Nicole Kidman has. Yeah, that. she'll probably be able to. I mean, vampires can sort of like you know fly yeah. across this freaking room and shit like that. And they're super strong. I mean, yeah. they can regularly fly. So I mean, Jamie Foxx is already at a disadvantage for having COVID. So Nicole I mean, Kidman you can't even gonna... kill a vampire unless you use whatever. Well, this is, I mean, if we're going straight into the final round, because this is like the number one and the number two seed, Nicole Kidman with a vampire powers versus Putin with a shrink ray. I mean, can you kill a freaking vampire with a shrink ray? Can you make the vampire small enough where you could just crush it? Or is it always going to be, you know, even if it's super small, it can get a bite on you and fuck you up. It's so fast. That even might be worse if you shrink Nicole Kidman down and become small and well, she bites you. if he you. can get a good hit on her too, man, because she's like flying around. I think he could probably get one hit on her. I think if we're going to do like this out in a movie in your mind, she'll he'll probably get one hit. But I still think Nicole Kidman is going to be able to like vampire run uh, to like the back of his ankle or something and yeah. bite him when he, she's yeah. really small. Yeah, I'm going to... Uh... I think the victory goes to Nicole Kidman. Wow. Nicole Kidman, winner of Celebrity <laughs> Deathmatch 4. Incredible. This is uh, not what I expected when Kidman came up, especially when she got the collagen face and the hands. That yeah. was almost like a death sentence to me. But the vampire powers were a little too much. Uh, it's sometimes, sometimes the weapons are, you know, they don't equal out on, on everybody to have a fair play. Yeah, but. the secret's out. Nicole Kidman, you know, that's why she's... You know, looks, That's why she looks so good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> She's a vampire. She's a vampire. Well, uh, Dad, I'm glad we crowned Nicole. Uh, we're, I, I can't yeah. really, you know, crack jokes about her anymore because she's the undisputed champion. She yeah. just killed Putin. She just took Putin down. She saved Ukraine. <laughs> Who knew? Who knew? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who knew it was going to be her? Nicole. Incredible. She's a she's Biden's a real... on the phone. Get Nicole on. <laughs> yeah, that's. I'm sure he would probably do that on accident. I don't think Biden even know who he's talking to yeah. anymore. The amount of times, Mr. President. Yeah. What? Nicole, take uh... on Putin. <laughs> <laughs> Nicole, I heard you. Uh, I heard you're a vampire. I want you to I suck. I saw you in your last movie, and you look damn good, and it doesn't make any damn sense. I, uh, Come clean. You're a vampire. <laughs> he calls Nicole Kidman. I understand you were uh, married to Tom Cruise. Is he really that short or is he always wearing high heels? <laughs> it's like, Mr. Biden, we've been divorced for a long time. I don't want to talk about it. Uh, so, Dad, last call for alcohol. Was there uh, any final uh, questions for the director or anything that you wanted to bring up before we uh, send it over to Muskie? Um, no, I'm, I'm good. 
Yeah, I think I'm good too. There's some stuff I need to bring up in notes on Arata, but uh, let's just bring Muskie in here since I kind of miss him. It's been a couple weeks since we talked to old Gus. Yeah. So, hey, Gus, you mind coming over here, buddy? Yeah, motherfucker. Give me a second. <laughs> Love this guy, you know. So, Gus, uh, what's going on? We haven't seen you in a couple weeks. I'm sure this bar has been pretty empty without us. Yeah, it's uh, it's been tough. I mean, the kid is uh, it's actually taking a turn. You know, I'm uh, I'm in I'm enjoying being a father, and uh, Rory is uh, really taken into his own about being a caretaker, and uh, life is good. You know, David. How did it feel being a dad? I think uh, I think I'm having some of those moments right now, and I, I just want the perspective. Yeah, it's one of the happiest days of my life. Really? Yeah, the birth of my my son here, and um, even though he's my, a piece of shit, Muskie. <laughs> it's okay, Dad. Dad, <laughs> don't get mad. He, he's just making a joke. Don't make me throw down with you. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Hey, man, I, I know you guys were playing celebrity deathmatch. I don't think you need to get all fucking you know up in arms just because you can't take a joke. I mean, whatever happened to America, man? We used to be able to make jokes about people. This uh, this is just. I don't even want to live here anymore. I mean, what am I gonna do? What? I think you're 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 getting a little too caught up in the in the in the discourse right now, buddy. You care too much about getting who's canceled. I think, you know, maybe you should just focus on being a dad, kind of enjoying life, right? Yeah, you know, I could do without it. <laughs> I still have to explain to women because you know after you guys, uh, uh, I guess made me get back into the dating game. Uh, I do have to explain to people that I have a a human hybrid baby back in my house <laughs> with my with my rat roommate. So things aren't fucking great either so I, I don't really know where you guys getting off on your high horse yeah they probably uh they probably have some questions about that huh Does that pretty much kill the date um well i think what ultimately happens is that i get a lot more pity hand jobs than i would you know <laughs> consensual pussy which i think is the really the thing that i'm looking for but uh they feel bad for you because you have a freaking fake baby well it's the dad tax you know you come around you know you have a kid and then you don't want to hook up it's just you know it's saving the seat they feel bad for your mental health so what you're saying yeah well i pay for dinner so they also have to you know they have to pay a little attention to me you know what i'm saying musky i just don't think that's how dating works nowadays you you aren't obligated or you don't deserve i understand now why you had a real doll <laughs> this is exactly the reason why you you figured it out just now yeah yeah, I, I don't think it was too much of uh, a thing that we had to guess on, but yeah, Musk, uh, Muskie, I guess it was good to see you. Uh, uh, we're probably running a little late uh, on this episode anyway, so we probably should call it quits when we can. Yeah, man, I gotta go, you know, get back home and make some dinner, and uh, I actually have a, a, a Tinder FaceTime date later that uh, I'm pretty excited about, so, you know, you never know, she might be the one. Oh, man, you're on Tinder now. Well, I'm, I'm on kind of everything, but... Yeah, Tinder's the one that I like the most, just because I can, uh, I can, uh, I can swipe repeatedly. I've spent a lot of money on subscription mm -hmm. bases, and do you actually have a real photo of yourself up there? Uh, well, I mean, it was when I was younger. <laughs> I mean, to, to use a picture of myself now, what do you think? I'm just gonna not get, you know, any play? That would just not be fair. You know, I gotta give myself the best chance to get at least a meeting. Then they can come to Old Pub and you know Old Muskie's Pub and see uh, what I'm all about. So I'm a businessman. I'm a good guy. I'm smart with computers and shit. Musky or not, we—I feel like we're just shitting on you again. Yeah, so we're you just... might appeal to alcoholics. 
<laughs> yeah, I bet you look great to your patrons after a couple of fucking drinks, but I don't think too many people actually come to this bar enough what? to want to fuck you. What? You own a bar? All right. <laughs> Free oh. drinks. What, are we in Massachusetts? <laughs> <laughs> you damn right. You damn right, Muskie. I would love to come home with you. <laughs> oh, God, that would suck. I would hate to be back in fucking Boston. All the girls smell like Pepperidge Farm crackers and the, the <laughs> pussy smells like the shore. <laughs> Manchester by the sea. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Muskie. Whatever, dude. We're gonna we're gonna call it quits. Well, uh, I'll guess see you sometime soon. Um, so, Dad, let's let's head outside. Wait for this Uber and uh, do a little notes and errata before we do the Jackson Maine. So, anything else you want to bring up before we go? Uh, no. I did uh, just want to bring up that I said in uh, the last episode that the the speed of lightning was uh, six hundred eighty seven million miles per hour, and that's actually the speed of light. What I meant to say was twenty. Uh, uh, 270,000 miles per hour is actually the speed of lightning. So uh, you actually looked this up that dolphins uh, swim at a uh, average speed of 37 miles per hour and they don't go any faster because it hurts. So the idea that Flipper is swimming 269,963 miles too fast for his body that it hurts so much truly makes Flipper the tragic hero that America deserves. So but, I, I mean, I've come to the conclusion that Flipper was truly a superhero. Yes, yes. He's a superhero of the ocean. Next time he's we do... Actually, in the song, it says he's the king. Is it? No, no, no. It says he's king. Wow. Him and Poseidon probably have some beef. Yeah. So I mean, he's faster than lightning. I mean... Uh, I actually remember uh, hearing about Flipper in uh, an old... Actually, he was in the Odyssey. It was Homer's Odyssey. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Flipper was one of the things... It was after the Sirens, Odysseus passed Flipper... Uh, and they had this whole journey, you know. It was pretty oh, cool. Oh, maybe actually Flipper is the, you know, a Flipper is the eternal. Yes, exactly. <laughs> the eternal spirit of the ocean. <laughs> he's immortal. Yeah. And he's basically a god. Flipper is the one that yeah. actually made uh, Ulysses stay on an island with uh, the sirens. He actually prevented him from going home. So that that's just how nature happens, dude. You know, the, the, <laughs> the strong get to make the decisions and Flipper's the strongest of them all. Uh, so, Dad. Jackson Maine through the window. Hey, what's your wine writing? Uh, I liked it. Yeah? Yeah. The JCB? I, yeah. I'm going to give it... Uh, yeah. I seem like I give everything four. But uh, let me think. Four... I can't think of anything. <laughs> what even was this movie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is like a two-hour episode. It's just fucking so long. It was a uh, love potion. You could do love potions. Yeah, that's good. Love potions. Let's do uh, three point five, five uh, out of five uh, panty raids. That seems like a good place <laughs> to go. Panty raids. Yeah. Right. Uh, so yeah, just like I said at the top of the episode, if you guys like what we're doing, go to our iTunes page or Apple Podcast page or whatever. Leave us a five stars. Uh, leave us a review with five stars. Say whatever you want. I don't really care. I just need I need the collection of those stars badly. Yeah. We need to we need to glow up in 2022. Yeah. We don't want to beg or anything but yeah. I'm I'm ready kind of the bag. At yeah. this point I have we no need, shame. We need some stars. Come I've on. said a lot of shameless things on this podcast and it's not beneath me to ask for stars. <laughs> so, yeah, do me that favor. Uh but just like always, we have absolutely no idea what we're doing and hopefully on the other end we'll be able to figure it out. But until then, we will just have to see you next time. Yep, and bye-bye. Bye-bye and don't drink a drive.